welcome to Muse on Marvel. We're your hosts, Nigel, Colin, Peggy, and Josh. Oh, we don't have a catchphrase yet. We don't have a catchphrase. Mm. That's why I added these rejected alternative names to our cast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We could just talk about, you know, if you guys prefer the four bubs, Clown Town, MCPD, or Eggie's Harem, let us know. We won't use them, but let us know. (laughs) (laughs) Please, unless you Unless you guys all vote for Eggie's Harem. In which case, we will change the cast. One of our tagline is just marvelous. (laughs) Which. We got a flare for the Marvel. <laughs> We're going to come with eyeshadow and shit if we're doing that. <laughs> as soon as we do the video cast, I'm in. Nice. nice. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. All right. So anyway, a lot of you may know us from uh, Mise on Minis or a uh, lesser number of you may know us from the GCPD, uh, but we have a little bit of a history of playing some games and we've gotten into Marvel Crisis protocol now there's about a bazillion marvel crisis protocol podcasts out there already so why should you bother listening to us trick question shouldn't (laughs) (laughs) got him got you you're listening right now uh i would just listen for nigel's jokes and Mm -hmm. random references i would say you listen to us because um you know we're gonna have I, well, there's plenty of like new, fresh experiences. Like there's also like a new podcast a week too that comes out. Yeah, but it's experienced gamers who are entering, you know, this fresh. So it's like we'll have like a positive outlook, generally speaking. Like this is our honeymoon phase. So if you're like super That's positive true. about Marvel right now, this will be like a good cast for you because we're all going to be experiencing things in a, a kind of a you know you're always when you first encounter it and you're like solving it and experiencing it. It's like fun we have zero uh players that own a malekith and only one player that owns a thanos currently yeah you know (laughs) that's that's the world we live in yeah exactly magical christmas land yeah we'll be growing together (laughs) yep as a way to put it learning and growing together yeah i think we we can bring that that new that new player take on a game that is established like it really hasn't existed that long right but uh, I think a lot of content creators with established podcasts, you know, we listen to Cross the Bifrost and Infamous, um, you mm-hmm. know, they've been playing since the beginning, right? They're like these guys who they have the, every model that's ever been released, they have in their collection, they mix it up, they play it around. Um, they've done a lot of it, seen a lot of it already. Uh, we're kind of coming into it as an established game. So I think we might have a different perspective on the game. Um, you know, we may go back and play these models that have kind of fallen out of favor in the meta because the new thing came along and people latched onto that. Mm. And so we may have more of a tendency to to kind of view all the models in a light of like, oh, there's 150-some new models to us because they are. Um, yep. And then we also, as you said, we all have played tabletop miniature games for a long time and just kind of have that general wealth of experience um, to bring to a new game and, and evaluate a new game based on. I will say one thing I'm excited about right away is, boy, do you learn a lot about content creators when they make <laughs> a game comparison, when they com- <laughs> when they compare Marvel to like other games, and then those games happen to be ones that you are around the horn knowledgeable about, either War Machine or you get you're like, oh my god, we're off the rails territory when they like. I'm just like, dudes, uh, yeah, the, yeah, when they the- make like a comparison between War Machine and some model, and you're like. 
Black Order is basically like Crix, which is that if you just ran into it, you auto lost <laughs> no matter what. And that's all that Crix did for five years is just dominated and nobody could play again. I'm like, oh my God. I mean, they might be being accurate about Black Order. I don't know how, but that's not what Crix, that's never been, you know, yeah. Crix has never been was like never that, that way. broken. That yeah. was the meme of what Crix was, right? I mean, that's true. And Mark Maybe, and Mark too. But yeah, to hear people like legitimately like, oh, blah, blah, blah. yeah, it's just, I almost just think like, a, it's quite clear that even the people who I thought were like knew what they're talking about in War Machine don't, and then they just shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> they just shouldn't. <laughs> just stop talking about it. <laughs> just please compare it to like Candyland or something else. Uh-huh. Like, any, just literally uh-huh. anything. Only child board game comparisons from now on. That's right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Or you know whatever. Yeah. If there's a game that you're currently, you know, if they want to compare it to uh, Song of Fire and Ice or 40K or whatever, just holy man, the uh, War Machine ones, that's like the, yeah, that's been jarring. That's like the only thing that's been jarring to me listening <laughs> to content is the hot takes on how it compares to War Machine. So in regard to that, the hot takes in this uh, community, I feel like after, and we'll kind of get into our background for those of you that don't know us and are just listening to the first time here in a second, but... Um, Sort of like as we've, as I've watched or listened to content creators for this game, uh, every game always has a pretty high volume of hot takes. This model's trash. This model is S tier. Nothing exists in between. This game seems like it has an absurd, absurd level of that kind of of hot take. Do you do you guys agree? Yeah, with that? it's either it's in the trash or it's S tier. And there's very little in between when you hear about takes. The, the weird thing though is like they everybody couches it with um everybody couches it with like they'll say it's trash and they never play it. And then they'll say it's S tier and needs to be toned down. But then they'll also couch it with the difference between it being a problem in the meta or needing to be buffed for to be relevant is almost nothing. Like they'll also <laughs> they want it to have it like both ways. It's yeah. Yeah. They're just like I mean, you could basically Wolverine is the biggest pile of crap, and you could tell a bad player based on how many Wolverines they have on a trade. And if it's one, they're trash, and if it's zero, they're probably pretty good. But you can win every game with Wolverine if you're a good player. There's just no chance you're a good player if you have a Wolverine on your It's just like, okay, uh, yeah. Is this called covering your angles? Yeah, yeah. totally. Yep. It's like, is this the most bounce game ever? Yeah, but... Uh, so I mentioned that because... Uh, not to like rip, really not to rip on other content creators because obviously we're listening to and enjoying several of them and they're all great. And, uh, um, but that's another, another reason you might want to listen to us is I think for sure at first and hopefully the game doesn't corrupt our souls, but <laughs> at first I think we're going to give everything a fair shake and I think we're going to talk about things in a nuanced way. Um, it's kind of the, been our hallmark on all of our casts um, to to really consider models in general, regardless of what the community think is, and, and give them table time. Thinking about Eggy or uh, Eggy. Thinking about me. Oh. <laughs> thinking about Gaggy, Gaggy, and Man Bat and mm-hmm. Batman. You know, those yeah. sorts of things. Yeah. So I think there's for sure like niches for models, um, and like especially within your play, like playing into certain matchups. So if you have like models not seen as super good, just overall. It could be really good into certain matchups, which I kind of discovered, like, like Sabretooth into, like, uh, into Web Warriors was interesting. I was like, oh, he actually has some legs. So, like, that's an example of potentially something that can, like, a bad model in quotations could end up being solid. Hmm. 
All right. Well, why don't we go around and just kind of introduce ourselves to those of you that maybe have never uh, heard our previous casts, as well as just kind of talk about um, our our personal thoughts on the game so far in these early stages and what we're playing. Colin, you've been quiet. Do you want to start? Ooh, I love to start. Okay. Uh, so I'm Colin. Uh, I'm currently playing kind of like a mix between Web Warriors and Avengers. Um, basically, I play Avengers until Dice piss me off enough to play Web Warriors. <laughs> uh, because, you know, Web Warriors just don't need a lot of dice sometimes. They just kind of like pull things around and like don't have to worry about killing stuff where Avengers is like, well, I got to kill it. Otherwise, I lose. Like, um, So that's like kind of the the difference between the two crews for me anyway. Um, and then my favorite model. Hmm. I mean, actually, so this isn't like either Avengers or like I've been playing a force two. And so far she Hulk has been kind of one of my favorite models. She's just, I don't know. I don't know why her like leadership is just so strong. Um, it's whenever, whenever a model on your team takes damage, another model gets a power. Is that her leadership? Yep. Yeah. Um, and they can only get it once per turn. So, uh, basically, you can give out like kind of two power per turn, I guess. Sure, kind of deal. Um, but yeah, it's really strong, and it's kind of like forcing me to like kind of look at that uh, affiliation a lot more. Um, but yeah, so it's like it's been kind of fun playing around with that. So I kind of like played three little faction things. I actually probably play Web Warriors least. A Force and Avengers are pretty interlinked. It's basically yeah. Avengers that are ladies, right? Like yep. it's A Force. So yeah, I mean the the thing about the A Force and uh, Avengers is just it's always experimenting with either Captain America or uh, She Hulk, where it's like, sorry, Steve Captain America or She Hulk, where you know what's going to be better if like either they have more power or their abilities are cheaper. Like what's like so you, it's like the reason I always play them the most is because I'm still experimenting with the game. So it's just a lot of fun. You uh, emphasize Steve Rogers is your least favorite model. <laughs> Sam, no, actually, <laughs> Sam, like Sam is my least favorite model. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, I hate him. He just dies every time. <laughs> uh, it's fresh. I mean, so does Captain America. So does uh, Steve Rogers. So I don't know. I don't know. I think that's uh, just die. a fluke for you, though. He's pretty defensive. It's a consistent fluke. <laughs> I mean, I will say in the tournament last weekend, he did live. I'll give him credit. In one Ooh. of those, in one of those games, one of the Steve three. Steve Rogers or Sam? Steve Rogers. Yeah. I didn't play Sam. Get that guy out the tray. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hot take. Uh, but yeah, no, I. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, he like against was it? I think it was Brandon. It was Brandon Shirley. Yeah, he he stayed on the table like probably like three attacks longer than he should. Uh, on his day side, his on his other side, he got one shot out of right you know, when he's actually super when, hard super to kill. Defensive. No, no, no. On the backside, he's super hard to kill. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He on his backside, yeah, yeah. he's super hard to kill, and he got one shot on his backside. No, on his backside, he lived through four attacks oh, or okay. whatever. Okay. On his front side, where I like you know rolled six defense dice against five attack dice, he still like died. Oof. But you know that type of stuff just happens. Yeah, that's part of the game, right? Yeah. Good old defense dice. Yeah. Um. But then on his backside, he like made up for it. So it's like okay, whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So far, it's been like a super fun game, and I really like playing all my crews. So yeah, and experimenting. Nigel, um, yeah, I don't know. I've just been uh, playing miniature games since like '89 when I was in high school or whatever. I played uh, Rogue Trader into 40k into Fantasy into War Machine, obviously, and then some you know Batman and whatever games then we arrived here 
after we had like kind of a three-year miniature hiatus with COVID, uh, and then sort of Adepticon got everything kind of going again. But uh, I play X-Mans, Brotherhood, and X-Force currently, and mostly X-Force. It's the contrarian in you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, But I do think I might actually be bopping into Avengers, but we'll see. Whoa. Yeah. Play Lindsay Bob, you can't go back. You play no, a little bit. You play the Hulk and got that. Got that. The Hulk is yeah. so good. And then also uh um guys who have like you know, anybody who has like a two cost like uh Cassandra Nova with Steve Rogers leadership is just gross. Like everybody's everybody with his leadership is gross. But people who have like super powerful uh out of activation abilities that they can do for like one cost. Like like so hers if you end within three she rolls four dice, and basically, if it's a crit, wild, or a hit, you just take that in damage. And if she damages you, uh, she takes an S away from you. She just leaves. Like, and then so you can just pay one, do that, run away, do like two to four damage, and then just keep doing it over and over again as people keep you know reapproaching you. Um, and then you've got like Cable is like good with Steve Rogers because um, of the shields, like one cost shields, and just like there's just those type of guys that are like uh, kind of so cool. That's something. You know, is true in every game, right? Like resource, um, like resource uh, uh, reduction, like cost of resource reduction, or ways to spend some resources as another resource. Those are almost always universally powerful in yeah. in, in games in general. Um, so yeah, yeah, Steve, I'm jealous of Steve Rogers' leadership, even yeah. though I love my leaders' leadership. Steve Rogers is, is gross. Yeah. And I'm I'm really at this point honing in on the idea of using it. Um, there's a lot of people who have like two cost abilities, like a char- uh, well, not a charge, but or actually a charge is, uh, but like, yeah, there's like using it for economy is cool, but where it's really gross is like in the way the game works right now, lowering the cost of like your opponent's ability to affect you at all. Like it's just, you know, like Heimdall, uh, Doctor Strange, Cassandra Nova, just these like really weird really weird people that just do weird things out of activation even a venom is potentially like gross but um a venom like venom and heimdall are kind of obvious as is dr strange but i think the cassandra nova one i don't know just there's some ones that are like i'm just like we will get to it later but like the tournament we just went to um i just want to play around control a bit um and also play around malekith a little bit uh and i feel like that's like a cool way to maybe do it uh what's your favorite model so far wolverine Nailed it. <laughs> Not even close. Wolverine. <laughs> How come? Or should we talk about it later? Because he shreds. But we can talk about it later. But he does shred. You did. Uh, I mean, I'll never, ever forget, even though I still won the game because I was up enough, but I'll never forget Wolverine killing three of my models in a single activation. That yeah. was pretty disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Wolverine is pretty dope. There's just so many. Um, Wolverine gets around some control problems. He's got a range three. He teleports to you. He does a lot with his power. It does need. There's. It's. It's not like Corvus Glaive good, but it's not. It's like more than Rogue. So it's like Rogue consistently brute forces her way to doing thirty things a turn. She can spend two power to do the uh, sap. energy sap. Yep. Then she can charge, um, usually throw something, generate power. Like so, she's doing like two attacks plus a throw plus an energy sap every turn, 
and she brute forces that very consistently. Whereas Wolverine requires a little bit of help. But the cool thing is that Wolverine has a billion cards that warp uh, your offense around him. Whether it's the X twenty, whether it's the Weapon X program, uh, Fastball Special, but also the like, um, what's the like at any cost or whatever the you take three damage. Yeah. So if you ever get you can take up to three damage. Yeah. Yeah. So if you ever get flipped, you can just play that for take the three damage. He's gonna roll. He's gonna roll a free Berserker Barrage at ten attack dice, and then into into either another Berserker Barrage or into a um, probably a best there is um, eight dice builder that's double wilding you know like and then that, that then he heals but just his you can manipulate like that card on his backside he just has like cool interactions with a lot of tactics cards um that make him just like, extremely interesting to like uh wash your tactics through for like a ton of extra weird offense which i think is super powerful it is like when you can apply it it's like super good so that's why i like wolverine i actually think he's super good um there's something not quite together with my whole list as a package you know like obviously i'm making way too many concessions with cable colossus and, and omega <laughs> omega red you just basically yeah. put together a four a four model team routinely of uh the most reviled <laughs> and, uh, and deadpan yeah. models yeah, yeah. but uh the yeah. Cont- contrarian nigel that's yeah yeah uh, absolutely for those for those of you new to us that's uh that's nigel zimbo mm-hmm. <laughs> hey you want to go next uh, go ahead okay uh, so, uh, Josh, uh, my general gaming experience, basically pretty similar to Nigel's. Um, Nigel is like a couple years older than me, I think. So mm. I just missed out on Rogue Trader. Like I, I like kind of peripherally saw it as I was getting into that first edition, um, 40 K. Yep. Um, and that's sort of how I started in tabletop miniature. I mean, really before that it was playing like hero quest board games and that kind of stuff was yep. like the early days and then i found out about tabletop miniature games in general so I played 40k uh played fantasy played all the uh you know uh um blood bowl mordheim necromunda like all that stuff was a gw fanboy for for many years um and then uh kind of got uh semi-serious about school for a little while and kind of took a step back and then ended up moving to des moines and uh joined these guys for war machine and learned about war machine there and i uh, was really impressed with that game uh, where it was at back in mark two uh as a as a competitive game and uh, uh then we played batman and we've been casting so very similar to nigel a lot of a lot of uh various uh tabletop games over the years and board games mm-hmm. um uh and i am currently in this iteration playing or in this game, playing Midnight Suns. Um, I don't have uh, really like a, a deep well of comic knowledge, particularly when it comes to Marvel. Like the only superhero comics I've ever collected in my life were Batman comics um, and then read some Vertigo imprints. So if I'm anything, I guess I'm a DC boy. Um, but uh, yeah. just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so I didn't know many of, I don't know a lot of these characters, uh, you know, uh, I look at Mr. Sinister or Mysterio or like, I'm like, who are these guys? What, what? do they do? Like, I don't, I don't know. Okay. Like, I just don't okay. know. So like, I don't know any of their backstory. That's really why I want the segment where we talk about the, co- so you guys can tell me about all the comic book guys. Mm-hmm. But, um, but what I do know is that Wesley Snipes is sweet. And so yeah. when I learned that I could play a faction where Blade was the leader, I was like, all right, if that's, I'm going to get into this that's game. That's the full reason. <laughs> that's basically why I chose what I chose was uh, Blade's sweet. 
and I like the concept of Ghost Rider, even if the movies, which are my only connection to it, sucked. And that's too uh, sad. That's sad. I really enjoyed uh, Luke Cage, and he comes with Iron Fist, who's part of the Midnight Suns. So, so like I enjoyed the Luke Cage like uh, series on Netflix, mm-hmm. not because I thought that the series itself was well written, but because the guy that plays Luke Cage is so cool, I couldn't stop watching. I was like, okay, I'm like in. So yeah, it's basically for Blade. And Luke Cage. That's and Luke Cage isn't even part of Midnight Sun. So that's why <laughs> I uh, I started the faction. I didn't know really uh, the way anything played. Like when we started, I just sort of was like, "All right, we're all playing this game." I've missed playing miniature games for so long. I'm in, and I'm not disappointed now that I know how the faction plays. I'm definitely not disappointed in the Midnight Suns. Um, I have a tendency to like grindy uh grindy factions in games is like my two the two things i like to play the most are either um, grinded out attrition or like movement shenanigans like really fast armies uh so i have like a little web warrior jealousy a little bit when i watch colin play it but um uh you know blade brings a little of that movement shenanigans with his bump in the night mm-hmm. i love that that uh leadership ability um so, uh, so yeah, that's that's what I'm playing. I definitely am thinking that I'll expand to Shield and Hydra as like my next, Whoa. my next affiliations uh, to collect. Uh, after I I made a, a vow to myself that I'm going to paint the entirety of the Midnight Suns affiliation, and then I will buy new models. And when I do, I'll I'll expand to Nick Fury and uh, and uh, Baron Strucker. So. So he's never buying any new models. Boom, Colin didn't, didn't <laughs> nail it. This is gonna be this is gonna be the first time in my life like I dedicate myself to painting. It's oh. happening. So I think you're in. You're invested. You got the I paints am. too. It's time. Yeah. It's time. I'm a 42 year old man. It's time to paint some miniatures. Yep. I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nigel got the inspiration flowing for everybody. He did. Mm-hmm. He did. Well, Nigel's stuff is basically all done and beautiful because Nigel is a pro pro painter essentially, but. Three-time but, gold demon wear. Yeah. If I can do, <laughs> if I can do it this fast, then yeah. Well, that's also a huge allure uh, for the game, right? Is you're just like, oh, if I paint ten models, that's it. I can just play this game for the rest of my life. Well, like, what I, happened to painting models <laughs> in Batman? <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Although, Bat- in fairness, Batman kind of felt like a little more. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, my favorite model so far is probably. It's not a model, actually. It's, not, it's not a model at all. Very undecided. It's a car. Oh yeah, I mean, Heroes for Hire is my crutch for sure. <laughs> for sure, Heroes for Hire is my crutch. Uh, I it's actually kind of awesome that I like all the models in my affiliation, all the models that I'm playing. But I'm gonna say that my favorite is. Ghost Rider, yeah, because yeah. Penister is super punishing, and he's a G, mm-hmm. and yeah, so Ghost Rider, he's just a heavy hitter. He gets all over the board. I don't fear, you know, him staring down, like going toe to toe with a big guy. Um, I mean, you got to be cagey. It's not like he's like super survivable, but having to deal with the devil in your back pocket to upgrade Wong to a to a ghost rider in the late game is pretty sweet too so uh yeah yeah definitely ghost rider oh god wong's the other model if it's in your 10 then you're just not a good player mm-hmm. right isn't that what they say well i think wong is generally reviled as one of the worst two-pointers which i don't understand but i'm sure i'll learn 
There's <laughs> Wong, yeah, Wong definitely one that's like I don't know. Well, Nigel, uh, like auto target and kills Wong immediately, so Chris never gets to play his Wong. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. I hate I hate uh, healing in this game. So uh, generating power and just healing and like being an annoying piece of garbage is like i get that out of there immediately i hate support models yeah <laughs> so far having wong on the back line does secure like a back objective and occasionally strip damage off of ghost rider so he lasts longer it's been it's been very good for me so mm-hmm. far all right john yeah so my name is john um i kind of have a similar background i think i kind of had a little different experience growing up uh, while playing models, I definitely played sports and played miniature games at the same time, <laughs> living like a double life. So I played War Machine uh, very early, but I think I got in miniature games by playing 40k. I think I played some Zinch or something like that super early on, but couldn't afford to actually play it fully. So I kind of dabbled in War Machine in the early days. Um, then real, I'll fast forward. Uh, went to, oh. to school, did a whole bunch of stuff, but kind of kept all my War Machine stuff and played. Uh, I kind of dabbled around you guys in Des Moines, but really never like was with the group for a while there. Um, and then I, I think it might have been X-Wing. I played a lot of different miniature games and, and kind of a lot of experiences, but I think started hanging out with the crew during that time frame. Um, I think that my main games that I like kind of are skirmish games, though. This kind of fits the wheelhouse of that. That's what somewhat intrigued me uh, to play this. So I played a lot of Infinity, a lot of Infinity. Um, enjoyed that quite a bit before the, the newest update and also a bunch of Batman. So um, that's what kind of intrigued me to play. Also, everybody else buying in and playing a bunch of games kind of uh, helps. And Nigel painting things up definitely got sparked my interest in playing the game overall. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of... We're back. What's that? We're back. Yeah, yeah and it does feel good to play miniatures games again. Like, we were rocking and rolling pretty hard playing Batman for a while. And then COVID yeah. kind of shut everything down. So honestly, just being able to roll dice and put, assemble stuff and put stuff together and brew list feels really, really good again. But yeah, so um that's kind of my background um a lot of skirmish games and things like that i've always kind of played so uh i think the what i play currently and what i kind of intend to play into the near future is brotherhood um just growing up watching x-men uh being in the 90s and stuff like that kind of got me excited and typically in these types of games i like to play the baddies so brotherhood looked really dope to play um Mm. especially magneto i keep yelling around the shop um in the arcade game he Magneto comes to waterfall and says, Welcome to die, and it's amazing. So I like to scream that. So that got me excited to play Magneto and, and to play Brotherhood. So um I think the reason I wanted to play Brotherhood overall is they're kind of very meat and potato-y. Like they just do things somewhat very well. Like just have a lot of throws. I can be pretty hardy with rogues and stuff like that. And I always typically play kind of um like statistically strong things. Like in Infinity of the same thing, Batman kind of the same thing, where you play like just very solid meat and potatoes, and they, I think they kind of fit into that mold. But they can also go very wide, is kind of what I experienced too. So I'm very happy with kind of how they play. And also, one thing I was kind of researching too beforehand was um, being able to s- stay in affiliation. And that was one thing that kind of made me excited about them as well, as they have a pretty wide range of just very good models overall. Like even some of their quoted stinkers, like Sabretooth and Colossus and stuff like that, are actually somewhat playable as well. So... That's kind of how I ended up getting into the game and picking the faction. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, I think overall, I'm just excited to play the game again, and I'll be excited to see what Brotherhood can do. I'll probably dabble in X-Men a little bit later just because the packs just work out that way by getting Beast and Wolverine and 
they're sweet as well. I'm definitely I got Cyclops as well, so I'll definitely want to give. Yeah, that's how I ended up in the Brotherhood was getting the just X Men. I ended up with like almost all the Brotherhood, and then I just like okay, I'll buy Magneto then. In the future, that won't happen. As, yeah, in the future, that won't happen as much now that they have the affiliation packs that like don't have those like. Cross. Yeah, they un- yeah they unzipped yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, that's I'm. I'm like I, I understand why. Like I think I got everything. Mm. They they finally announced the Brotherhood pack, and I was like, "You bastards! <laughs> you got you got me! You got me!" But I I'm still excited. I I just got Cyclops the other day. I'm excited to actually try out X Men as well. So um, I think they have some legs to stand on. I haven't heard much about them in general, um, even though they do have a decent win rate. I think overall, I've, with Mystique at the helm, yeah, <laughs> great. <laughs> I will say Mystique's been great. She's on a, like a fantastic model. Yeah. I think. If I had to name a model that I like the most out of Brotherhood, it's pretty hard because I feel like every like a lot of them have performed very very well so far. Like, I feel like any Brotherhood player who doesn't say Juggernaut immediately is like wrong. <laughs> you think? So? I, <laughs> yeah, I think. You, I, I, honestly, though, like every one of the models has been super good. Like Juggernaut, yeah. the games I've played with him, they're like he, he's done tons of work and is super survivable. Mystique's randomly like killed a bunch of stuff and like held objectives and her mm-hmm. ability is super good. Toad is just super obnoxious and like probably one of the best two point models in the game just to like like grab objectives from somebody else and just kind of go hide in the back and score a couple like scenario points. Like every everything has done something at this point. Yeah, even, Rogue is busted. Yeah, Rogue has strangely enough been my least performing model. Even mm-hmm. and she's still been solid. Like even Sabretooth has like done stuff and I was like, whoa, like everything has legs in the faction, which is really, really nice. So it'll be fun splashing here and there but i think i'll stay pretty true to the core of what it is because all the models are pretty solid having tons of throws is really really nice yeah so if i have to pick i'll pick magneto (laughs) it's just so fun to play um i am a little worried about magneto into the malekith deal but i think i can just play mystique and go super super wide well just an aside we are new at this game but a thing that we learned at the tournament was that his leadership card that gives cover within three can't be ignored you just always get cover, which is like makes him way tankier when you just have a free defense on like most incoming attacks. Yeah, and then it makes his team way tankier. But yeah, there's like it's like holy crap because yeah, he's such a liability when you like asteroid down and you're like, well, I have to like kill something or he's gonna die. He does. I mean, it depends on your defensive dice, right? Like if you gen- he generates tons of power for the team and himself because you're using your builder. A yeah, lot. so then he's gonna use his mystic defense a lot for a lot of attacks, which is a six. And then if he's counting, if he's always in cover because he's using that tactics card. Which um, is a repeatable tactics card yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah if you're yeah. Brotherhood. So then he's like, okay, okay. Like, I when I played him, he wasn't nearly as terrifyingly squishy as I thought he was. So I was like, oh, I could probably get away with playing him in the, in the riskier matchups. Yeah, he definitely, he has to be within two. Like, I don't want to get too into, far into Magneto tech yeah, here. Yeah. But um, <laughs> overall, like, their play style from Brotherhood is, like, have tons of throws, like, Half the time you play a game, you get to blow up half the board, which is super, super fun as well. Like, they're just very meat and potato pretty survivable, and just have, like, good scenario play as well. They're just kind of just a solid a solid crew. So that's why I ended up picking them, um, because they're sweet X-Men mutant models, and they play just very strong. How about the, how about the game in general? Do we want to talk about that a little bit, what we like about it so far? Sure. Colin. I mean, so far for me, it's been kind of this, like, Every game is just kind of generally entertaining, uh, where it's like something kind of cool happens. Like I feel like so like we came from Batman before this. Uh, Batman, it felt more thematic to me, um, largely because like 
It's like it's weird to me when the table, the terrain disappears on this on our on these tables because it it's just like to me too. Yeah. It's like like by round four or five, you're often playing on an empty table, and that like feels weird, especially if you're playing against Nigel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah. Um, so then, it, then like the game becomes less like aesthetically pleasing if at the end of the game it's just you have your models on the table and like some tokens, and then that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the game has been very fun like all of those games are still pretty fun like uh i'll just like some of like the fun experiences like i took uh like i took smash as one of my cards uh uh in the tournament and i just like gra- like i played the hulk in a game and i just like picked up like a uh cement truck like a cement truck and just like like you know like in my head i'm just like oh my god i'm gonna smash them and i like went, like went after peter quill and just like peter quill somehow taking a punch from a Hulk, you know, with a two cement truck, like half of a cement truck on each hand. <laughs> and, like, and it's just like, this was so overkill Hulk. <laughs> like, I don't know. Why would you ever do this? I like that made no sense. If it's abomination. Sure. But no, it's like a little Peter Quill. <laughs> just been like your element gun is so annoying to me right now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, there's just, so there's just like funny things that kind of happen in games. Um, but yeah, so that's like uh, kind of what got me into it. It's like, well, one, I'm like a huge fan of Marvel. Right. Like, um, I've always like loved the Marvel movies. I always loved the Marvel shows. The like, you know, dating back to like the 90s, like the Spider-Man cartoon in the 90s was my favorite cartoon. I lived by that cartoon. Um, and then, you know, it was just so that was like, kind of became a lot of my life. And then at a time I had some money, so I bought some comics, but I, I don't normally have enough money to buy comics because they're super expensive. So I just kind of watched like Comic Historian on YouTube, um, which is super good. That's a super good YouTube channel. I would suggest it. It's like you get all the stories you want. It's great. Um, yeah, that's what kind of got me into the game. It's just Marvel, I guess. Yeah. And it's a new minis game, which I already played minis games. So, mm-hmm. Well, we, me and Colin, we actually got into MCP when it came out and we were excited about it. And then I think we, like, played one game and thought it was okay, but then the second game, like, we both got the core box, and then you got Hulk and I got MODOK. Well, I and played then, quite a few games, because yeah. I, I played through Black Panther and Asgardians releases, okay. and then uh, I got so frustrated with the dice back then. Yeah, I just, like, well, I just remember for me, again, I was, like, playing MODOK, and I would just push Hulk around, and then the games weren't fun. Like, we played yeah. the core box missions, and then MODOK was so much better than Hulk. And the dice were so flat, like, even though they're so random, it's like everything was like five and six die attacks versus two and three defense. And it was like, I remember watching you guys play the game and we'd been playing Batman at the time, which is a game that is like just drenched in like the flight, like every character feels like the character, right? Yeah. I was watching you guys play it and I was like, oh, it's just like now are you a yellow character or a red character or a, but yeah. there weren't even blue characters at that yeah. point in time really. Right. So like, mm. yeah, it just, it didn't seem flavorful then. I, it, I yeah, it wasn't flavorful. And then like Hulk was trash. Modoc was overpowered. And then the game just wasn't like just generically was, it was just sort of terrible. It wasn't good at the time. And so I lost interest in it. And Colin maybe played later, but like it only took like four or five or six games for me to be like, uh, I'll just go back to Batman. But I was excited about it for half a second. And also the core box models are like a little under on their sculpting. Um, but they've totally improved. Like one thing that's like we come back three years later and it's like um, the one was like Beanish 
played it at Adepticon and was like so excited about it that he's like playing it more than he plays Legion, Star Wars Legion. And he loves Star Wars Legion. I was like, well, what is happening? Like that game was stupid. Like me and Colin hated that game. And then um, I started playing. I, I started like watching some content on it and whatever. And then yeah, just like it clearly had been updated several times. And this is like considered like two point five or whatever. Um, and also three years. Of, I'm like, oh, when I also when I left, I was like super salty that there were no X Men yet. And since then, they're like almost all the X Men are out. So that's exciting. And then. Um, not even close. Yeah, we got a long way to go for all. Yeah, it's to the point where there's people like on forums that are just like, if if it's another X Men release, I'm quitting. <laughs> like they're just like, no more X Men. It's like, <laughs> dude, they need like ten more X Men. Shut up. They need there's like at least three off the top of my head. Agree. So then yeah, exactly. So um, um, but yeah, it, just like it's like the game's like fast. It being playing it sometimes some of these games are done in like less than an hour. Like for, for both players, that's fun and exciting. That's different than Batman. Batman is like a more stable game, like, but the resource management, even if it's even though it's alternating activations, there's like so much. Uh, you have to plan everybody's resources in the like upkeep phase, and then you have to then spend those resources during their actual activations and stuff. This is much simpler. It's like they just get beat up, they get energy, you spend your energy when it's their turn to go. You have a little bit less. It's actually fun to not have to think about so much stuff. And then the objectives are, they're fun and engaging. Like they're not, there's enough now that it's like less, it's not just gamma, gamma bunkers and X thing. You know, it's like, there's actually like a lot of variety, even though, again, if you're in the content, content creator circuit, you're like, there's just not enough. They haven't made one in a year. It's (laughs) like the world's going to fall, you know, but like uh, for us, it's like a wealth of options. We're totally not explored yet. So, um, yeah, I actually just love how fast the game is. How um, weird it's like. It feels like almost like a board game in a lot of ways. Like not quite a miniatures game. There's like uh, elements of that weird uh, the hand going up the baseball bat. You know to see who's like. There's just some of that. Uh, you know, I don't know what that means. So you know where you grab like the stupid. I got to put the mic down to do it. You race. You race oh, the you top. Race of the top of of it. It. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hand over hand. Hand over hand. Whatever. Yeah, that's basically what it kind of feels like sometimes, and it's uh, kind of fun. Um, and then, uh, you know, there's, like, room for creative plays, manipulating manipulating um, uh, priority and all that stuff is, like, fun. Um, those are things that we'll talk about later. But, yeah. How about you, Josh? Yeah, I think Nigel uh, hit on a lot of the stuff that I like about the game. Um but one thing that I am really enjoying about that we haven't talked about yet is the nature of uh, list building, where your list build is not just um, the 10 models for your roster or whatever, but like your tactics cards and your crisis cards are all a part of it. Mm. And like trying to develop a list that all works towards the same end game so that, you know, like I think there's a lot of a lot of conventional wisdom is just like, right? Like you take patch up and brace for impact or whatever is tactics cards. Mm. And those cards are good. Um, they're good always, right? Unless for some reason you're playing against me that never throws things. Cause I'm bad at the game. Probably. Mm. But, um, <laughs> it depends on your faction. You have heroes for hire. You throw stuff. I do. I do throw mm. a little bit. I throw a little bit, a little bit, Dr. Voodoo and Luke Cage and slash iron fist throw some stuff. Oh, but, the miles that I played a lot. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> But uh, uh, anyway, it's you can you know you can take brace for impact and it's always going to be good. So you, that might be like a thing that you reach for, but 
uh, all it's doing is like damage mitigation at some point point in the game, and it's like a good rate on like one tactic card for like three or four damage mitigation on a character in an important part of the game. That's good, but it's not it's not a strategy, and you can build your tactics cards to a strategy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and so like as I've been putting together these Midnight Suns lists and splashing characters in or whatever, um, I'm looking at playing an attrition game. And so obviously damage mitigation is kind of a part of that. Uh, but, you know, I'm leaning more heavily on um, cards that will allow me to put more damage and and take less damage. And so Brace for Impact is probably a bad example in that scenario. <laughs> right? I, just, I really realize that as I'm talking about it. Uh, the point being picking which crisis, like how you want your team to operate on the table thinking about the holistic view of the crisis plus the tactics cards plus the models in your roster and how what your core models in your roster are going to be that you're taking like frequently every game and then how you can like wheel around that depending on like what your opponent's crises are going to be and like how your tactics cards might change so that it's not just the same I'm not just always playing the same five models plus five tactics cards and then like the randomness of the crisis is the only thing that's making the games different Mm -hmm. Like, I've got this 10-man roster, but in, like, three straight games, I'm playing three very different lists. And to me, like, figuring that all out in the list-building stage is very cool and way mm-hmm. deeper than I would have expected a 10-model list to ever be. Yeah. So I'm I'm definitely enjoying that quite a bit. Um, and then, like you said, the, the, the quickness of the game is actually, like, a, it's a huge draw for yeah. me at this point in my life like it's, yeah. a, it's a huge draw yeah. to know that i can play a game in like two hours or less is, is yeah i don't uh i don't know if colin feels the same way about his experience at the tournament but like this is a game that when we played a tournament i am like as soon as we're done i'm ready to like where where is my pairings for next round i don't give a crap like i'm not i'm not tired i'm not exhausted i don't need to go <laughs> vent in the parking lot i don't need to like you know, yeah. go cry in the bathroom. I just need to go right into the next game. It's like super fun and fast, and like it doesn't, you know. That's super. Like that's a sort of refreshing yeah. thing. Like I remember playing Infinity, and you'd have like in the in, like in, on a competitive point, you'd be like exhausted. You'd be yeah. like, exhausted after, and you, you had to like decompress. you would lose your voice and you decompress. And you're yeah. like, man, this is like <laughs> it's so it's such a different thing. Or even yeah. even on the other side of that, it was like setup. Some games we have to set up, and it takes like an hour just to get things on the table. It's like, oh my gosh, man, can I just play this game? Like, I don't have time yeah. to do this anymore. Two tournaments ago, after uh, before round two started, he was like, or after round two finished, he was like, "Do we want to take a lunch break now, or do we want to play our third game?" And if it's the pair down loses, it's the end of the tournament. And not only did we like the entire almost unanimously was like, "Fuck it, let's go another round." But then we also skipped lunch the next round. Like we just like went right into it and finished the tournament. Like because the pair down won, nice. and then we had to play a fourth round. But like everybody's just like screw it. Like you know we'll all go do dinner after. You know like it's just the games were so fast. We we played four games in four hours or something. It was like crazy. That was crazy. Yeah, it was bonkers. And a tournament. It was super fun. Yep. I was like, okay, I'm definitely. You know, you could play a six round event in a day and get away with it. Yeah, that's exciting. I don't know. It's cool. Yeah, it's refreshing. Super refreshing. Mm-hmm. Um. I think some of the reasons I got into the game, first of all, I think the biggest thing is COVID was over and it was super refreshing to play a miniatures game again. <laughs> I yeah. think that's the biggest thing um, overall, just like just to play a game um, and throw some dice again. Uh, that was kind of just 
honestly the real reason overall. I think one rule I play by too is I, I make sure everyone is into the game before diving back in. So everyone kind of picked it up, was painting and playing again. So I was like, fair enough. I'll, I'll get back in and, and get we this We have again. a lot of those like uh, bellwether, bellwether, canary in the coal mine Andes who like when I like watching like that was also Gar. Lance is like playing like the super hard version of that where he's like, <laughs> he needs us to be playing it for like a long enough that we're all getting back out, you know, like two years from now, he's <laughs> yeah. going to start buying his core box uh-huh. and being mad that we're like <laughs> getting in a different game. But yeah. Um, so another reason why I kind of wanted to get into the game too is the model line expanded a lot. Um, X-Men was a big draw for me to actually play the game and seeing the Brotherhood line and seeing more models and the diversity in the models kind of went a long way. When it first started, there wasn't so many and I wasn't really that interested in what there was to offer. Like I'm not a huge Avenger fan overall. Uh, but once X-Men came out, I was like, okay, looking at the models, looking at kind of the background and all that, I was like, I can play that and it would be exciting. And just to kind of talk about the story of the game itself. One thing that's interesting about games with characters is when you get to talk about them after, it's very fun. It's like a weird experience, but you got to be like, oh, Sabretooth is bad or Spider-Man stole the objective. And it kind of becomes a fun experience actually retelling those stories. Um, So overall, like games with characters can be really fun. And that aspect is kind of going through it and talking about it. And it's kind of a fun just experience you get to do with your friends as well. So and then I think, I don't know what, how many reasons I'm at. We'll say four. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the other reason is it's a skirmish game. Skirmish games are like, this been so much better to play because um, they're quick and they're fun and doesn't require like massive amounts of painting as well. Um, I do enjoy painting. I'm excited to paint uh, again as well. And that's another reason. But overall, skirmish games are kind of just way better of experience just in terms of miniature playing. So that's kind of the other reason as well. So. But, but honestly, main reason is to play miniatures games with my friends again after COVID. It's it's been a while, and it's super exciting to do that. So, all right. Well, uh, hopefully that helps you guys mm-hmm. uh, get to know us a little bit. Hopefully that gives you guys uh, a good idea of who we are and why we're talking about games and why you should listen and kind of where our headspace is at as we enter this. Um, you know, hopefully a lot of people that are thinking about getting into the game might be in the same headspace as us. So uh, you can use us as guinea pigs or canaries in the coal mine. You're, take your take your animal metaphor of choice. The gerbil in the butthole. <laughs> as it were. <laughs> as it were. You mean mm-hmm. the, the ant-man in the butthole. Yeah, that's oh, right. Nice one. That's right. That was a good scene. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, okay. So I think what we want to do uh, in each cast is kind of have a character spotlight. We need a good name for this. So if you're out there and you want to uh, DM uh, Nigel and tell him what the name of this spotlight character spotlight segment should be, mm-hmm. then uh, you should do that. Yeah. Just message me on, on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. But we're going to have our very first character spotlight be everyone's favorite Canadian, Wolverine. Victor oh, Creed. He's going to be Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> you're actually probably right yeah probably mm, yeah. at this point yeah. yeah 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 he's just so dreamy it's true it really is true all right so as part of these character spotlights uh we thought maybe we'd give like a little a little super brief synopsis on the character's backstory uh as far as comics are concerned and everyone knows wolverine <laughs> so i don't know how much we really need to do but we can talk about it super briefly mm-hmm. and it will break down uh character stats and kind of talk about uh where we would use them you know kind of what we think about them i don't think we're going to do like tier ratings they're kind of 
I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel about tier ratings. We didn't really talk about that before the cast, but I think that they're kind of BS. Like, I think the game is games in general are too nuanced for tier ratings with the exception of like really overpowered models. Like then you can just be clearly be like, yeah, I definitely don't think that there's like S a B C D E F G T. You know, like I don't like, I do kind of think it's kind of three. There's like the top end that are just obviously dumb, Mm -hmm. you know, like, Dr. Voodoo is just amazing. There's definitely a W for Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> above all of it is Wolverine. Uh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And then just below that is like Malekith, Dr. Voodoo, you know, you're like, you're big offenders. And then you've got like the, a lot of people in this like bell curve middle that doesn't either, if you have a pet project model or something that you're attached to, generally hmm. it's probably fine. Unless, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a model that's, me, me, I hate Sabretooth, I actually, but that's just like, he's probably a model that's bad just for me personally. I'm going to make it work. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I mean, I was actually going to say, if there's three tiers, there's the W tier for Wolverine, Yeah, there's everything else, and then there's the S tier for Sabretooth. Our S tiers are, yeah, for Sabretooth. Oh, I guess we got to buff him. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I mean, I'd be all for it. Only one model needs nerfed, and only one model needs buffed. Yep. It's just... That's the way it is. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know that we'll do tiers. I think it's just more in- interesting to have a, a nuanced discussion about, you know, if we see them as an affiliation only model, if we see them as a splash model, how we typically use them, how we typically play against them. And uh, at this early stage in our career, we probably all have the most collective experience with Wolverine, except Eggers, who's not played with or against him. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, let's start with a little bit about who Wolverine is in the comics. He's old and he's dumb. He's old. <laughs> God, dude. <laughs> he's like the guy. He's like the character that's just always left out of like not not of like stories. Like he's always like in the middle of like, it's like every he's story. always in every. Story. But he's like left out of every personal relationship. Okay, like he's always the guy. The third who, wheel. He, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, kind of. I like. Like he's always like kind of like looking in on uh like he's <laughs> looking in on Jean Grey. No, uh, <laughs> that's Evan with the night vision goggles. <laughs> yeah, the zooming per- on the feet. The purple explanation is him in the bed with the picture. He's yeah, always yeah. just looking at the picture. Yeah. I when I saw that in the show, uh-huh. uh, I laughed pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I forgot how creepy it was because it's literally just a picture of Jean Grey. <laughs> he's like stroking in the bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> just, okay. <laughs> Colin and I have been uh, watching the. Uh oh, you're off completely. Oh, you turned yourself off. Oh. oh. All right, go back to the thing. You haven't been talking in your mic though, so we don't know if it's. Hello, 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 hello. Yeah, you're hello. completely off. Hello, 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 hello. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Hello, hello. There you hello. go. There we go. You're good. Maybe so now I have to. Too much, I guess. I have to. Weird. It was like he was like mid sentence, so it just like went off. That was weird. Huh. Do I? Am I coming up on this thing? Yeah, you are. Okay. Uh, Colin and I have been watching the uh, old X Men cartoons from like '96, '97 uh, yep. lately. So, uh, and both being impressed. But yeah, it's randomly so like I was explaining before the cast that as a kid I actually didn't like the show. I thought it was pretty That's like, crazy well, like, to me. I, it's not that I didn't like it. I watched it, but I was like it was like the show that was like on before it was either before or after Spider Man. But like it was the Spider Man like cartoon that I always wanted to watch. And then like that would just be airing like I think the reruns of the X Men show. 
or something like because I think the X Men show was before or after, I don't know, but um, but yeah, that was like that was always what I was more excited for was Spider Man show. Even watching the re- Spider Man show, I was like, how did I like this as a kid? That was weird, but because <laughs> it's just not as action. None of these shows are as action packed as I thought they were. So I was like, as a kid, I was like, how did it like keep my attention? Um, but they did somehow, and like the storylines of the X Men show are way over a kid's head. Yeah, like they're way more adult than I think they have any right being. Like kind of like the Batman the animated series. Yeah, um, for sure. That one kind of that one's like obviously just good. Like everyone knows that one's just good. Right. Um, but yeah, this one surprised me. The show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I also have been surprised. I've been surprised that I didn't immediately wolverine is has historically been one of my least favorite characters he's actually amazing in that show he's actually pretty good yes dude he's so i remember like having pencils between my fingers you have the three pencils as a kid man so it's sweet it's not that the concept of the guy that heals and has blades for hands is like not cool like that's fine but the problem i the problem i've always had with wolverine is that he's like he's old for a human right <laughs> like he's lived a very long life and experienced a lot of things but he has categorically achieved no character growth that i have ever seen over that time he just like never learns from anything he keeps running into the same problems over and over again he <laughs> solves them every time through brute force and he ends up just a grumpy old man i'm like how am i supposed to like that character scrappy man mm-hmm. he's a scrappy <laughs> he's fighter scrappy. he's a scrappy, scrappy fighter yeah. man that is well fighting through he life also like lost his memory that is true he's right so, that like, did happen because uh, of the weapon x program right yeah but also like, also um that's the, his lack of growth in a weird way is like kind of a part of his growth he's like yeah because it's xavier the big the poll is like xavier's kind of like xavier's always like the big brain the big brain like big tent liberal and he's always like logan you gotta play by the rules in the, market, <laughs> in the marketplace of ideas and then wolverine will be like okay okay professor this one time i'm gonna put the claws away we're gonna do it the right way we're gonna play by the book and then you know take it to take it to the supreme court and do and then like magneto shows up and like kills everybody and then he's like god Damn it, Professor X! <laughs> and he solves the problem by like stabbing everybody, and he just is like constantly like, you know. I think he's excited, dude. I think Magneto's he's like, yes, I get to like, I get to slash some stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's actually like a great uh, in the uh, cartoon. There's like an episode where Sabretooth is like in the mansion, and he's like, Professor X is trying to help him and save him because he thinks he if he just gets inside of his head, he can just like like turn uh-huh. into a good guy. Yeah. And then Wolverine's just like, no, we should just kill him right now. He's chained up on a chair. Let's just kill him. Let's get it out of the way. Let's just get done with it. And like, Professor's like, no, I can help him. I can help him, Logan. And then he's like, like reluctantly, he's like, okay. And he basically just like stands out in the hallway. And then when Sabretooth inevitably goes bad because he's going to, Wolverine just pops back in. He's like, yes, finally, <laughs> I get to kill you. <laughs> yeah. And then he doesn't because it's a kid cartoon. But, you know. Right. <laughs> Yeah, but in the comics, he often does do killings. He's just sort of the... Because, yeah, you've got the high-minded Professor X and Jean Grey and Cyclops who are the, you know, annoying goody-goodies. 
and then you well, Cyclops is like the ultimate goody goody, right? Especially yeah. In yeah. I mean, too. until he went absolutely bonkers. That's true. Like, that's true. Emma Frost like messed with his head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and also Cyclops doesn't he like he's like got basically mutant Tourette's, you know? Like that's kind of his whole power <laughs> is he can't <laughs> he just can't no. control. I'll just say he can't control his like laser beam. Yeah, that's true. That is yeah. true. Yeah. So I was like say mutant premature ejaculation. Sure, either sure. Way. Either yeah. way, yeah. yeah. He's got uh, you know. So, but he literally has no control of it. But if he had his way, he would never hurt anybody. And then the X Men are often people who have, you know, like Rogue or whatever, that they're trying to live their best life and their powers are actually kind of complicating it yeah, and putting yeah. them on the path of like destruction. Whereas with Wolverine, um, he just fully embraces it. Fully embrace Like, that's and where it, he's and like, that's, yeah. That's like my issue is that Wolverine, like, you're like, this is. It's this cool character. He like heals really fast, and he's a fighter, and he has like skeleton and claws of steel that he fights with. And I'm like, okay, steel. It's yeah. not steel. It's not Adamant. steel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, then you're like, okay, cool. Well, tell me more about him. You're like, nope, I did. I told you everything about him. That's <laughs> that's <laughs> it. That's, yeah. He's in World War Two. His personality is that he's an eternal soldier with claws of adamantium and a yeah. healing factor. Like, mm-hmm. if I had the gift. Of being blessed with the ability to live for 250 years or however long he ends up living from birthday to, to old man Logan, I would. I Someone would, say birthday at Saber too. <laughs> I would do what most humans would do, which is uh, endeavor to learn and enrich myself with well, as many experiences as possible. Hang and on. Wolverine does not care about hang that. Hang on. No, no, no. Okay. So think about our lifespans and how short they are. Uh-huh. We've done jack shit with our lives. <laughs> so like, you let's know say YouTube I've watched. If, if we knew, if uh, we knew that we'd live for two hundred fifty more years, do you think we'd do anything? We I just, do. You do. No. Yeah, no. you would we learn every language. Do. You'd no. learn like you'd be speaking like six languages, and yeah, yeah. You'd have I wouldn't be in a hurry to do anything. You can't ever. <laughs> you can't compare. I wouldn't leave my fucking house. Yeah. Yes, you would. <laughs> get out of here. You would. You'd eventually get our, bored of it. Our lifespans are kind of what cause us to. It takes, you know, the um, Malcolm Gladwell. It takes ten thousand hours to be a prodigy or whatever mm. of a given, you know, to master a uh, master of field, master yeah. of field. Yeah, uh, Wolverine. And so you master often, to war. You would. Most people are like, well, ten thousand hours. That's a big investment. I'll never do that, and so they don't do anything. But with Wolverine, you're like, oh boy, I could legit like learn to play the cello. Do yeah. gymnastics? Yeah, uh, he could be like, like a vampire, right? Like a yeah, totally. Yes, he yeah, is. that's yeah. essentially he could just totally do whatever the heck he wants all the time. But instead, he just pines over love triangles and slashes stuff. Mm. <laughs> He's a rage hall. So that's why I don't like. Him. I'm, we're gonna get yelled at so hard because there's so much I bet in the <laughs> comics. Like, doesn't he like in Japan and did a whole bunch of stuff there? And yeah, was he, like, he went to Japan as like an, ac- an accident. Yeah, it wasn't like. You know, <laughs> and people always had to force him at like sword point to like do stuff. <laughs> he never just like went to the library and read a book for no yeah, reason. Yeah. <laughs> he forced him to the library to read. Yeah. It's always been like an Omega Red kind of whipping him into doing something he doesn't want to do. All that said, I get why people like him. He's cool, and he's cool in this game. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good transition. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you want to talk about his card? Let's talk about his card. You wanna you wanna read it off? Sure. Why don't you give us why don't you give us his stat his stats? Sure. I'll give you the basic stats first. So his front side, he has seven health, medium move. Uh, he is a two base uh, size, four cost. His defense is four physical, three uh, energy, and two mystical. So 
physical defense probably the best to have high, right? Mm-hmm. And seven health definitely above That's the junky. curve. Um, not like a super survivable model, but better than average for sure. Yep. I think it the seven's very important for him just because of the healing factor that we'll get to later. But he has healing factor too. And if you don't end up getting rid of him, he could become kind of a nuisance. I, in the games we've played so far, I've found the seven health to be relevant. It often like is obnoxious that I get him to six and it's like, okay, now he's just gonna go. And, that, that's yeah. scary, right? Like yeah. two of his builders is actually kind of disgusting. Yeah. So like I think seven is kind of like honestly seven to me seems like a mark in this game. That's like a big key mark because it seems like sixes people barely get to six a couple of times like in the experience, but seven kind of seems like that over mark where you potentially could just live because the damage didn't get through. Yeah. So I think it is like a it's like being a four cost and being seven health in the front. I think does go a long way. I will say, having played him a few times now, uh, it's like nice to have that activation. We're like, okay, he doesn't have any damage on him currently. I can wait, and he should potentially live. Right, and so that means I can activate something a little bit more important. Yep, yeah, it's like that's like a good thing about the character. The place where that's obviously not as true, you're playing into convocation or somebody that's capable of rolling six or seven dice mystic attacks. Like that's exactly what I did. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's also jumping out, jumping the gun a bit, but also with advanced healing. If you just have it in your hip pocket as your card, or um, sorry, exceptional healing. Yeah, you probably don't need to play. You're really confident then. You're like, oh, if they do spike. I've got that covered too, but they're probably not going to kill me anyways. So you can like just uh, go to somebody else. Do you want to explain that tactics card? Yeah, exceptional healing is it costs three and it just turns a damage roll into just taking one damage. If the model has exceptional healing. Yeah. Yeah. Advanced healing, whatever. Yeah. Advanced healing. healing factor. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. it. Yep. Yep. Third time's a charm. Third time's a charm. Yeah. yeah, yeah we'll, we'll get there. Get there. I, I, I'm not fair to say I have the card in front of me, so that's why. Lance edited this out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you want to go into his attacks? Should we talk about the backside? Oh, sure. You just want to, his stat line on the yeah, backside? No. Okay. So his health on the backside is a five, so it drops down by two, which is significant. He's a medium move. Everything else stays the same uh, with the rest of the stats. So size two, but he is actually a three. Well, uh, he's, still, he's still a two mystic defense. For some reason, I was thinking he's a one. On he's a two. He's, he's a, still, two. He's a okay. four, three, two still. Okay. Yeah. Okay. His backside is why... I think people think he's bad. Mm. Um, and we'll get into the rule that he picks up on his backside that isn't all that relevant typically. But five health is well within one-shot town, especially yep. in the mystic attacks. If right. I were to do anything to... If I you know, had the magic power to buff him, mm. I would probably make him six health on his backside. That feels like it would make a significant difference. But mm. I would on his backside leave him at five, but I would give him that juggernaut spend one to reduce one rule like that. Just so, you know, sure. So that way he's like some, some amount of damage reduction. Yeah. yeah. Either one of the two, I think would be super yeah. helpful. Also like Wolverine's super tough. So it makes like, especially when he gets beat up and he heals. That's weird that he's less health. Well, cause he, and he has a work, walk a fine line with five health and he has that rule where he does more damage if he's got damage on him. Um, so he has to, the juggernaut one is the ideal one because you're not, strictly reducing damage but you're having a choice you're playing with the lever of it of uh risk reward um to be able to then yeah activate with little extra damage on your you know it's it's, it'd be interesting i think that's like for me that's all i would do to fix them um because he's got berserker barrage go back to the attacks i guess on the front side he's got his builder which is just a five die range two yep uh, bleed and pierce adamantium slashes the name of it so yep um, 
Which is a fine builder. There's nothing wrong with it. I, That's a great builder. Is it Bleed Auto or is it on a Wild? It's on Wild. It's a Wild. But it, it, both both Pierce and Wild. You know, so it's like super awesome. You roll, you know, it's great. It's like super, just a solid builder. Um, weird things happen with it. And like everything, it can whiff, whatever, big deal. Um, but then he's got his Berserker Barrage is his Spender. It costs three, which is a good economical seven die attack. Um, he has to be within three and he yep. teleports within one of his target. And then after there's no like, there's no wilds or anything to do on this. Um, but if he does damage, he throws you if your size three or less. Um, that is awesome. So that's like super good. Cause it, the, you don't always want to teleport. I think a lot of people who've played him have been pretty like, Oh no, uh, <laughs> they got to put him somewhere. Like I'm close to Dormammu now or somewhere, you know, like, right. It's not but, always great to put yourself within one of the enemy. Yeah. But um, especially because you have your, like with me, I'm always playing him with like a, a formational combo with like Colossus or somebody. So having him just eject all the time is like, God dang it, Wolverine. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, it is nice for the throw though, right? Because you're. The throw is so good. Yeah. And then, and then um, like it turns on his ability to, it's not. Especially with seven health on the front side, it's not uncommon for him to activate with six energy or type of a turn mm-hmm. and be able to Berserker Barrage twice, which then that's where, if you hear me compare him to Corvus Glaive, that's where that's coming from is like, if you Berserker Barrage twice, you're going to a situation where you're like, you attack a voodoo, you attack a character, you know, you're not going to one round because just dice or dice. And if you do, oh, well, you, that's awesome. You know, you're ahead, but you'll take voodoo. You'll usually do like four damage, and then you'll throw them into somebody else and do another damage to Voodoo, plus the damage to them, plus you're going to Berserker Barrage into them and throw them into somebody else. And like you get this chain of damage going, and it kind of rewards you. It's conditional. So, like, this is where Rogue's easier because Rogue will do all four things, regardless of what's going on, as long as she's got the energy to do it. Mm-hmm. He needs to not one shot you, throw you into somebody else, and then be able to not one shot the next thing, throw that into something else. <laughs> but if he's, if that works and we've seen it, like it totally can work. It's not uncommon for him to just leave somebody on one, throw them to something else. That one kills them. And then the person that he's going to now try to finish has already taken a, a collision. Um, so that is super strong, but then he's also got the best. There was his first power, yep. which costs three. He makes a move. It's an action. Yeah, it's an action, but he makes a builder. He makes a adamantium slash, but he counts wilds as uh, doubles, um, two hits. So that's pretty strong. Um, yeah, it's like a it's a improved charge, which is great. Yeah, and if he's got like cosmic Q or sorry, uh, hammers or something like that, it's like sure. I mean, the, the, the weakness of that ability is that he has to take an adamantium slash. Yeah, that's yeah. it's not just a regular attack. That's yeah, fair. Like where yeah. a charge, you can do your spender. Yep, yep, yep. But yeah, it also costs three, three instead, instead of two. two. Yeah, yeah, so there's trade offs. But it is action economy, right? Right. And that's like uh, that's a key component of the game is yep. spending your your actions in the best way possible, yep. and uh, and that helps. Yep. And a movement is longer than I, I believe it's works out to be more range obviously because you know you can berserker barrage and just be within three but you can take a medium action and be within two so it does get you farther than a berserker barrage gotcha um in turn yeah so like uh, one of the two ways that he'll be dealt with is people want to just control him and throw him away and he's Mm -hmm. tough as long as he's got energy if he's in like a magneto team or something yeah he has the ability to or you know steve rogers he's getting back in for two energy or he's got an extra energy flowing around so 
Yeah, if he's like in with, in with Steve Rogers, then he at least has Avengers Assemble, so he can like legit just or that too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then um, uh, his does he have any other powers? He does. He has a skeleton. Yeah, yeah. The, he counts as size three for collisions and being yep. thrown. When determining if the the character can be thrown or pushed by the effect of a special rule, or when it uh, is colliding with another character or train feature, it counts as size three instead of two. Yep. Which is pretty relevant with his tactics card that you like to take the yeah uh, weapon both X. of them weapon X and fastball. Yep. Yep. Um, the and it has happened where he has not been throwable because he's not size two. It does occasionally come up defensively where it's like, oh, usually it just causes them to throw and do more damage to me, though. Um, but it is it is, <laughs> it is a nice little rule, honestly. Um, I have enjoyed the fact that he's size three throwing him into other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, yeah. it can be relevant. There's a lot of things that like push models their size are lower. So like yep. if he's a three, they can like allow things push two or less. So that's kind of can be very Dude, strong. I just now realized he's the size of like a cement truck. Mm hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's got an adamantium skeleton. That's heavy. Yeah. Uh, he just falls over. He's like, look out below. Uh, <laughs> he does have one one more rule it on his backside. Oh. The, oh, yeah, the, the wild damage rage. one. Yeah, the wild yeah. rage. Yeah. Well, which also is like a double rule because he, for every damage he has on him, he rolls an additional die on his attack rolls, but he also can't pick up objectives and I think interact with them. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he just can't be part of the scenario game of the yeah. crisis anymore. He's no longer a crisis relevant character. Yeah. He can still secure stuff, right? He can still stand by, stand around. Yeah, just can't interact or hold objective yeah. tokens. Oh, okay, yeah. so he's crisis. He's related. not full honey badger, yeah. but yeah, that's a little, that's a little distinction because I thought that he couldn't do any interaction. That's but, what I thought too. Yeah, 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 but it is it is a little bit more new. There's a little bit a little bit he can do, um, but yeah, it that is a big it's a, it's relevant. But honestly, not that big of a drawback because he just wanted to be killing dudes. He's an attrition piece, and you want him doing his thing. So you know, you you have other you have Colossus to go pick up the scroll or whatever if you want. Mm-hmm. I think one thing that's really nice too is being immune to stagger. That can be a super like yeah yeah it's a big deal bad on your action economy. So he's immune to stagger and stun as well. Yeah, like along with the healing factor too. Healing factor two is a lot too. If you have any additional healing plus that, you can. Like on his front side, healing factor is super wild because yeah, like we were talking about earlier, I kill Wong on sight because I can't stand. Like if he heals twice in a game, it's so annoying. And then you have healing factor, and I've often had Wolverine heal like like four out of the six turns he's healed, and it not be relevant. Like when he, when he flipped, it was because he just <laughs> took seven damage, and yeah. it didn't matter if he had one or ten health. And then and the and he got killed because he didn't matter. Like I heal and it's cool. And it's like oh yeah. Yeah, it's just it's weird. It's it just happens in this game. Like things yeah. explode every once in a while. Well, Wolverine, it really happens to him because that two mystic defense. Oh, you'd be, sure, you'd sure. be surprised how many times people are just like, Psh, uh, get out of here, dude. I well, be- I played when I played Brandon Shirley. He was playing convocation or convocation with me, and uh, I was playing Wolverine. <laughs> and then, uh, like, so Steve Rogers was like just literally on Wolverine's ass the entire game. Yeah, it was just like I can't leave this guy's side because it's all magic attacks over there. And then uh, I was just like. Uh, once once Steve died, Wolverine's like, I got this. <laughs> he just like every time at minimum uh, three, uh, like three defenses on his three, uh, two yeah. successes, three uh, blocks, three out, of, three out of two blocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, minimum every time. Uh, just live the dream. Yeah. Amazing. And count on it like clockwork. Mm-hmm. 
Yep, that's what you should count on. Yeah. Defensive yeah. dice. Yeah. Two defensive dice keeping you alive. That's So yeah, as you said, obviously an attrition piece. He's got like a little bit of survivability built in. He's got some mobility. Do you kinda of want to talk you talked earlier when you were talking about him in your um your intro section about your tactics cards and how you kind of build a bunch of tactics cards around him to get a lot out of him, which whether or not that's a good strategy for list building overall, I don't know. I like it because so here's the, um, the, the Pat Dunford, do you have a plan sort of thing mm-hmm. is um, I've dev- I decided I'm not even really trying to, well, okay, I am trying to play an attrition list, but the idea is like, <laughs> I'm trying to do it in like a not I don't mean, not even in an unconventional way, but the I'm basically trying to brute force it, and so people have brace, patch up, indomitable, and I have teams that well, are, they only have two of those, two three. of those three. But, but yeah, they're always like playing these cards that are just they're basically like no cards. They're like I don't want this bad thing happening to me, so I'm going to play. I'm going to waste three of my five cards telling you no, and then or you know two of my five cards saying no, um, and so. With like, if I'm playing Magneto, Cyclop, or Colossus, Magneto, Colossus as a leader, and then I've got uh, Col- uh, or sorry, uh, Cable, uh, Magneto or Cable, you got Colossus, Rogue. Everybody's throwing. Everybody's like all throws all the time. And then I've also got Fastball and and Weapon X. And those are the ones that like people will literally let me throw size four buildings into them because they're worried about <laughs> Fastball special. And so you're just like holding like I'm gonna do it. And then you're just like, okay, Magneto's going to throw this trailer, and you're like, oh, okay, I'll take it. Okay, cool. And then I'll just like not play, you know. Like, yes. And then then I'll like, okay, I'm going to weapon X. Then you like can you can like wear them down, and eventually they have to just like f it, you know, like they'll just. But even if you use spat fastball to just one for one the card, it almost always comes out. If your team is based around throwing and getting that mm-hmm. action economy, it's like just good to get it out of out of your hair so that the rest of the game is the whole table is ammunition for you to just add so i love that and also the output is like really like alpha level when you're doing like two berserker a berserker barrage a builder a throw and then every single person's doing two shots in a throw two punches in a throw a charge a punch in a throw and so like yeah yeah you're just like throwing so much damage out it adds up super quick where would, and I love that. Where would you splash them if you were going to splash them somewhere? Wolvie? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Would you? Uh, yeah, I was, I was, I'd splash him in Avengers, but he's like literally an Avenger, so... I mean, I would, I, I'd splash him in Midnight Suns, honestly. I uh, I tried to splash... I'm trying to splash him in A-Force, just because, yeah, when we were talking in the car ride home, it's like, oh, man, if you can get 10 power on Wolverine <laughs> without yeah. him being dead, yeah, <laughs> he could just be insane. He could do all this crazy stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I want... Because that's like the, the affiliation is going to get him 10 power. <laughs> yeah, I've got a, an Avengers list that made me think about him in Midnight Suns, because it's... The Avengers list is going to be... would be like him, Deadpool... It's like him, Deadpool, Blade, X twenty three, and like Honey Badger, and then mm-hmm. uh, or whatever, like, and then Steve Rogers, and the idea is just like all the bleed, you know. But I'm like, well, why don't I just play that Midnight Suns and then Splash Wolverine? But then, <laughs> like, randomly, the X Men and Midnight Suns don't have like all the bleed dudes. I don't know that he does a lot for Midnight Suns that they don't already do within aff- affiliation models and mm-hmm. a four, another four threat like beater that has to be babysat like a little bit to make sure that he doesn't he just die be before babysat. he gets... You got heroes for hire. you just like, yeah, 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 for, yeah, yeah for sure. I do. And and you use it. Mm. But um, that's what I'm saying is that that like that 
profile, like that's kind of Blade's profile. Like uh, Wolverine, like the leader you're taking already is kind of this like, I'm going to go in and I'm going to try to get bleed on you and then I'm going to take this mm. big nasty attack that I get to re-roll all my uh, yeah. damage. And he's mystic, you know, Blade's mystic, you have to take him versus it just Wolverine doesn't feel like he fits in like lists that I'm building. Like he doesn't yeah. bring, he doesn't bring, um, he doesn't bring anything new to the list but that I'm putting him in. Does he benefit from Bump of the Night? Pretty hard. Every every character benefits. Uh, from yeah, Wolverine. Life. Come on, he benefits. <laughs> he gets some benefit out of that. Uh, yeah, Wolverine gets yeah. some stuff done. I feel like Wolverine fits everywhere. Yeah, he's in four affiliations too, and that yeah goes a long way. Sure, I feel like I would never splash him. Yeah, out, out of affiliation, I feel like he's he's the best at what he does, and what he does is punch stuff in affiliation that's my, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's my that's my take on him anyway yeah. um i think he's definitely he's definitely poo-pooed a lot uh in you know the general the general uh internets and i don't understand that playing against him i can see the weakness of his backside definitely once you get him on his backside you're like okay i don't really have to worry that much about wolverine anymore as long as i get the job done mm-hmm. he's not coming into me with like two berserker barrages where i've got three guys in a row and he's just going to chew through them or whatever. Yeah, that can be... I mean, if he has, like, three damage, he's Berserk Barraging for, like, ten dice a pop. Yeah, for sure. Like, you have to you have to watch out for it. But also, I just, like... If I see that Wolverine's flipped, I, like... I know that I probably have a model on my side that can activate and, like, probably kill yeah, him. Yeah, sure. Um, so that, to me, is the biggest drawback to him. But if you want a guy that gets in there, that he punches take a few tactics cards he lasts a little longer than you think on the front side before getting dazed like that's what he does mm-hmm. and i don't think that that's bad just because dr voodoo exists does not mean that wolverine is not worth four threat it means that dr voodoo is probably worth five threat yeah <laughs> sure. sure i mean he's an s-tier model for sure just another, wolverine brings um you know you fastball requires colossus and it's it's like the stupidest <laughs> card because it requires you to pay eight points of your list. Uh, so you that's play, a lot, but it's such a good card. I mean, it's so dumb. It's like d- them rolling two less defense dice and just picking up the bleed token token for just like it's it's a lot of damage. I mean, it's almost a guaranteed two damage, and it's usually four damage. Like they just like whiff because they roll two less defense dice. Mm-hmm. That's often rolling one against four incoming damage, and so then they just eat their four and get bleed, and you're off. But like washing so many cars through him is awesome. It's such a feels good, and it's so it's so stupid. I understand that technically it's probably wrong, but when one of those <laughs> when one of those four cards is advanced healing uh, or exceptional healing, it's like it it protects you from the others. So I when think, they when I think they, you have to play that card with them. I think you have yeah. to. So when you have at any cost, which you can actually use on anybody, you don't have to have it for just Wolverine, but you can play at any cost: advanced healing or uh, exceptional healing, fastball, weapon X. So four of your cards are going through Wolverine. <laughs> that forces them. The, the plan of ignoring Wolverine is off the table. And then you've got a card you're guaranteeing to eat, particularly in a, like somebody like Thanos or Malekith, when there's he's got seven health on the front side. He's they If they remotely whiff and don't one-shot him, and then you're going to advance healing the next attack, that is such a feels... Trust me, as a person who's sure. done it to him, uh, that's okay, a feels okay. bad. That's a feels bad of feels bads. For is Malekith going to whiff on that? Yes, 100%. Okay, Mal- right. Seven damage is not a guaranteed on, a, fair, on, a, on a Butcher Thor's because he's rolling 10 dice, you're rolling four defense, and you know anything could happen. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. So he, he does like his, he does, he, he does five, 
that is the feels bad because he literally has to abandon even attacking you. Probably he probably wants to go and get value somewhere else because he's gonna just do one more damage to Wolverine, give him more power, and then he's gonna have to either, assuming Wolverine doesn't have an activated token, he's in deep crap, or you know th- there's like super interesting things that he forces just by himself. It does require four out of your five tactics <laughs> cards, uh-huh. but so but that's a fun game plan. That's a fun that's a plan. You know, you're yeah. you're not bracing. You're all your your ears pinned back, balls to the wall, getting in there. You're playing like Wolverine. You're playing like Wolverine. You're exactly. You have to embrace it. You need the cigar and <laughs> and, and the scotch. You need the cigar and the Jack Daniels and uh, the denim the denim tuxedo. I would absolutely love seeing Wolverine massacre Amalekith. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. So I'm all for the plan if it works. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the plan is to massacre Malekith. The plan is to massacre like Modoc, or whoever's hanging around. You know, it's like someone's going to be around there. Um, Malekith is sort of not that fun for him because he can't throw him, which is sucks. Yeah, that's true. But um, you know, he's also a model that does high output that doesn't need rerolls. So, like rerolls isn't a part of what he needs, so he can just do his attacks to Malekith and hope it for hope for the best. You know, like I don't know. He's uh he's just a cool dude, but I don't know, not for everybody, obviously. Certainly not one of the most powerful models in the game by any stretch of the imagination, but yeah, far I, far yeah. from the dustbin. Yeah, I just think that it got away from me to how fun it is to the tactics game. How fun that like he himself probably like if it weren't for the tactics cards, I'd just take rogue. Like I would never even take him, I'd mm-hmm. just take rogue. Um but the tactics cards are like well, there's a whole bunch kiss. of characters that get taken specifically for their tactics cards like red yeah. guardian luke cage like these are models that are taken yeah they wouldn't they wouldn't show up in half the list they show up in if yeah. they didn't have their tactics cards so i don't even feel like that's necessarily a knock now yeah. the plan of four tactics cards for one model <laughs> that's like uh that's yeah. a lot but you Going know i feel like if you if you at least like build your team such that uh you can make good use out of at any cost and exceptional healing, even if they don't get used on Wolverine, then you're really only hard committing two tactics cards to him, mm-hmm. which is still a lot, but it's not the same sort of ridiculous statement of like, I took four cards and if you take out Wolverine, that's it. For you to also take out four of my tactics cards. You could probably, if you were to like optimize your Wolverine play, I don't know what the points I like exceptional healing and weapon X. Just yeah. those two enough. Like the one to keep him survivable for like if you get hit hard once and then you have yeah. that in your back pocket to have him go off like the next activation is huge. Well, what about like a storm led team? What about a storm team that has X twenty three Wolverine and like maybe even Sabretooth in it? Mm-hmm. So that's six plus eight, fourteen points, which gives you which gives you enough points, uh, Six plus eight, fourteen. Yeah, you go to eighteen with Colossus. Boom, and then you got fastball. You got like all those cards. <laughs> no, but I was in until we went there. You have you have four models in that, or you have three models in that list that use advanced healing. <laughs> Two of them use Weapon X. Yep. Um, so you're like spreading the dependence, you know? Because it, I'm sure it's a feels bad if Wolverine ever gets one shot. And the whole point of advanced healing is so he doesn't. Right. But um, it could happen. I'm guessing. I mean, Mystique could obviously just show up and be like pew pew, and then you don't get your I do, I do think Mystique's great. I sometimes people overestimate her just for moving a model. It's just with Dark Rain. With Dark Rain, when she gets sure, to the, yeah, if, if if they're in the Cabal, sure. Hmm. She also is squishy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like again, when I played her against you, she was like, she just got run over. Just yeah. Like, Boop. 
You played it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's weird because I think if you have any range outside of two, yeah, she is. When, within two, she can be kind of an obnoxious. Yeah. And I've been building uh, one of the variations on my Midnight Suns roster is like almost everybody has a range four attack. Gotcha. Now she has stealth. So that. Yep. yep. But yeah. Yeah. Then you just take Mark for death. Mm-hmm. Get her. Get her good. Yeah. Anyway, we're not talking about Mystique today. <laughs> this is about Wolverine. This is about Wolverine. All right. Well, we probably talked about him enough, too. Um, I think so. Yeah. So let us know by sending a message to Nigel whether or not you agree yeah. to Wolverine Suite. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or what, I'm just dumping a bunch of mail on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or what crews, like, what, um, like, you play him in on the points, right? Like, what fit, what, what, uh, builds he fits really well into. It'd yeah. Be they're just weird. Yeah. I'm sure, like, Black Order players are like, I splash Wolverine off the <laughs> Get out of here, Corvus Glaive. Nothing like Corvus Glaive and Wolverine just carving up the table yeah. together. They're the true power couple. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think we'll wrap up the cast with a little quick battle reports. Colin and Nigel went to a tournament in Kansas City this last weekend, uh, and uh, they probably have some, some more stories to tell. We are a collective one in five. Nice. Yeah. So further reason to listen to us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, Colin, I'll let you. We'll, we'll just go. We'll alternate activations. You do your round one. I'll do my round one, etc. Yeah. Okay. Well, I. So I don't remember my opponent's name. Oh. Do you remember his name? You played on camera, right? In the camera room. No. Oh. I. That was Gar. I'm just gonna assume you played a Brandon. No, it was not. Well, it could have been a Brandon, but it, it was almost for sure a Brandon. Half the tournament I, was I Brandon. I feel like it starts with a P. It's like a Peter or something. Oh, like it that. was Brandon. <laughs> almost positive as a Brandon. <laughs> um, anyway, he was a really good opponent. I'm just really terrible with names. Sure. Um, but yeah, so like my 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 like roster that I took was uh, the Amazing Spider-Man, Black Widow, uh, the Two Point Spider-Man. Or sorry, the Two Point Black Widow. Oh, you played Parker. I remember that now. Okay, carry yeah. on. Oh, Parker. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I played. Yeah, I played Peter Parker. There we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man, uh, Black Widow, the Two Point, Steve Rogers, uh, the Hulk, Miss Marvel. Uh, Miles Morales, Vision, Iron Man, Ghost Spider, and Wolverine. Uh, Wolverine was actually kind of a last second ad because uh, the uh, the little Deadpool teaser happened, and then I was like inspired to paint my Wolverine. So then I was like, <laughs> now I had a painted Wolverine that I wasn't planning on playing. So I was like, well, I guess I'm gonna have to play it now. So, nice. <laughs> so then I played it. Just to um, clarify, you had Captain America, Steve Rogers, not Steve Rogers, Captain America, Steve Rogers. That did that clarify it? I, I didn't hope feel so. like it clarified anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I say because there's two. Because there's Rogers two now. Steve Rogers, and yeah. one of them is Steve Rogers, Captain America. I played Captain America, Captain, Steve Rogers. There you go. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah. So, uh, oh God, my actual favorite model is Miss Marvel. What? Am, I'm an idiot. <laughs> but yes, Sorry. I was going to correct you earlier, but I was like, oh, whatever. Christ. If he doesn't want to, we got to do the cast again. Yeah. Yeah. Restart. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Ms. Marvel is actually the whole reason I built the list, uh, cause I wanted to basically, um, uh, use vision, get, uh, a few power on turn one and then do, uh, her tactics card, a better tomorrow with miles and then just go up the table and it never happened. Uh, it's like a really tough one to set up. Uh, and I think it's like, it's like a weird tactics card cause it feels really strong. Uh, cause it's like she transforms within three, which is insane. I, I don't know. I did do it once and it was, I did it once in round um man i don't know i'll get to it i may all remember <laughs> oh it was round one i did it in round one. Oh, i can get to it now okay so I, I uh he had a bucky in the background or in the back table and i uh 
did a better tomorrow on turn two to just go from one objective to the next without spending any activations. And then Miss Marvel punched uh, Bucky, left him at like one, I think, uh, after my two punches, uh, which she's randomly just because of her double rerolls when she's in Big End against something smaller than her. She's randomly or she actually has three rerolls. Yeah, because she's an inhuman as well. Yeah. Um, so she, she gets two she, from being in big end. Two from being in big end and big, or bigger than the model she's attacking when she's in big end, and then she gets another reroll for being an inhuman, uh, and that one's for an attack or defense. So um, that so she's randomly a lot uh, like a lot punchier than people I think. She's reliable too. She's very reliable. So like when you have when you're only, like sure she's only rolling four di- or five dice, but when you're you know um, rerolling three of those failures um, and then. You know, if you like, you can re-roll on a re-roll. So because they're not all the same re-roll, you can kind of stack it a little bit better in your favor. Um, she's just reliable and good. So I really like her a lot. Um, and every, so I, when I first played her, I was like, well, when I bought the model and read the rules, I was like, man, she just seems weird. But she's been great. Um, so anyway, in that first round, it was a very, very good game. Um, the key points are just kind of, it just like it. It, you don't stay out of the game. You just got to kind of keep playing because on turn two, he played Hulkbuster and he went up the table and I didn't know that uh, the amazing Spider-Man can actually go grab an objective in the middle of the table uh, with just one action and then move back. And I didn't realize that and I had priority, so I could have done that, but I just didn't know that he could actually do that and I didn't like measure it out beforehand. And so he was like confused at the end of the game. He was like, why didn't you do that? And I was like, oh, I just didn't know because <laughs> I'm still a very new player. Um, but so that would have like that could have like that is potentially a lot more points in my favor. Uh, oh, towards for- the end of the game, because a Hulkbuster, once he got a hold of an objective, he's not going to let it go. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> so he was just the whole game. Uh, it was like it came down to like, can Miles hunt him down and make him drop his objectives? Uh, the, but, uh, yeah, I think eventually I did get to him like on a long, like a long charge, uh, with miles getting there with venom blasting him. Um, but like, it was like too late in the game to like make too much of a difference. I mean, it was like, so basically what happened in the game, uh, turn two, he knocked out all except for miss Marvel of my models. He just literally knocked them all out and scored, I think seven points. And I scored, I think maybe one. And then, the next turn and i left most of his models on like one or two hit points and then the next turn that round yeah the next turn the exact opposite happened i knocked out all of his models and then all of my models were like up and in like a good position and i caught right back up and i was like oh okay i was still in this game (laughs) like you know it was like one of those like i was like kind of down i was like not i wasn't i hope i wasn't projecting that i was like upset because i really wasn't um the only thing that upset me was when miss marvel didn't take out uh bucky and then bucky took out both miles and miss marvel i was <laughs> like okay yeah that one did kind of get me and that was on turn two that was like what like kind of started that turn like going downhill when they both mm. got taken out which i just was not expecting um what are the odds that's gotta be very low odds right i mean bucky potentially well with his rapid attacks, fires yeah. and they just go off every time so he's just putting eight uh, dice on his gotcha, builder gotcha. into a model basically. i have not hit a rapid fire you do have yeah. to hit an actual hit but yeah you know. but when he's taking one action throwing eight dice at a model like yeah that that's fair um and then yeah so that was a uh, so that was a rough turn but then like the game kind of stayed pretty even so it wasn't like uh, uh nothing like super crazy happened i think we ended uh I don't know, he might have had like 
17 points at the end. I might have had 15, something like that. It was like a really close game. It came down to like the last one or two activations in the game to actually decide it. But yeah, it was fun. Do you it was remember, a good first game. Do you remember what the crises were at all? Oh, it was, let's see. I can at least remember what mine was. Uh, let's see. I think mine was, was it Infinity Formula? No. Hang on. No, not portals. Uh, my God. Maybe I was red. Was it Alien Ship? I don't know. It was the one with uh, the Secures were four. Oh, my God. That, that's not going to help. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. Sorry, Fair guys. enough. Fair what, enough. What did you learn from the game, I guess? Like one's one thing to pick up from that first round. Um. Oh, so mine was struggle for the cube. It was the five yeah from cube the core segments. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um. And then the other one was just a four. Like it was on. I don't know the positions of the, but there was like two on my side, two on his side uh, for secures. I think that's. I think that's E, but I'd have to. Look. I think it's the one where you get an extra power for sitting on. Oh, gotcha. Something like that. Um, which I think I played that two of my three rounds. Was that scenario? Yeah, that card. Um, I think it's B. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, I think my, I don't know what I learned. I don't know. My, what I learned was just don't let Holtbuster get three tokens. Fair. <laughs> so he ended up just collecting three tokens, and I was like, well, that's really hard to get away. Like, yeah, know. he's <laughs> a hard model to bring down. Yeah, yeah. I never, I never wrote him down. Yeah. I was pumping turn. Like, I, I kind of like was trying to plink at him, and that was maybe not the right decision. But I don't know. You need a Wolverine. <laughs> need a Wolverine. Can't throw him, though. No, but you can uh, throw yourself at him twice. Oh, also, he took the Hulkbuster as his leader, too, which was also mm. super interesting, because he, <laughs> so then it was just like he uh, was taking one less damage from the throws and stuff. Yeah. Uh, which is cool. Oh, that's annoying. It does sound like if you grab the objective, it's really hard for him, like just running. That's, that makes it hard for Hulk. He has to chase you then, which sounds like your game, yeah. right? Yeah. That's That would have been scary, because I feel like once you get behind, like once spiders get their objectives and start running you're like oh oh yeah and i did actually play web warriors so like basically my my with my 10 man i had three web warriors which is the the three key web warriors that i take generally which is the amazing spider and miles and gwen yeah and so like you can just take those three in like almost any list and you're gonna have web warriors for your crew um or for your affiliation and yeah i don't know like it's good i'm jealous I think they look super fun to play. I'm actually jealous. Like I played when I played you against them. Like that looks really fun to play, and it's like just different um, how they play the game. Mm-hmm. They're cool. Okay, Nigel, your round one. My round one was against Jeremy from Infamous. Parker also Collins' round one was from Infamous. Uh, Jeremy played uh, Cabal Malekith with Modok, Mystique, and Toad, and I played Cable, Colossus, Wolverine, and Rogue, <laughs> and uh, um. It wasn't. I I thought it was going to be like a total bloodbath, especially because like we had meteors and gamma. Or no, it was a research station, and I think like deadly meteors or something. It was like the sideways, the three across, and you had to flip them. It was pay to flips, and then whoever had two out of three flips was getting three points for that, and then you had to research station. Um, but yeah, he just really was like super control. He was really just playing the control game and getting up and then staying and then conserving it. Like, and then he was really brute forcing like five or six point turns that I couldn't, mm. you know, Midnight Phantasmagoria was just like a blowout um, against me because I was like, Malkith was able to basically go last, go over, fly over, do that. Everybody was pushed like all over the place. In, and not only were they pushed in weird ways, but like 
Colossus and Wolverine got split up and Cable got split up so far that he couldn't protect. Like, Wolverine got, like, isolated. And then I was, like, worried about Wolverine. But it was actually Cable who was isolated because mm. that's kind of who he actually focused his attrition on. Um, and I was sort of, you know, I mean, he won and he won handily. Like, game wasn't even close. So, I don't, but I was curious of, like, the Cable because the Cable's leadership doesn't really help me against Malekith. Um, and Cable himself is kind of, like, a low threat model for him. So I'm kind of shocked they didn't go after Wolverine or Rogue or something like that more, but mm-hmm. uh, it like worked out for him. He basically got Cable out of there. Uh, ultimately, Wolverine ran around and had some fun. I think I, I don't know. I think I killed somebody, Toad or something. I don't know. Rogue, ro- Rogue and Toad. The Rogue and Toad matchup <laughs> didn't go well for Toad. I don't think. I hope you. I hope um, Rogue wins that one. <laughs> yeah, it was close. It was close. Um, but yeah, the that one was just like not much there. Uh, just too much too much the control kept taking me off like fastball special and weapon x i was getting thrown so far i couldn't even like weapon x back in or do that stuff so um and also the less damage he was doing the less um energy i had to do like the best there was to get back in and then colossus was just literally dead weight like he just he spent most of his actions just double moving to get back into a point oof yeah, it was rough. Yeah, he's a slow guy too. And then I never even got deceptioned. Um, I may I managed to play around that the whole game, but like it didn't matter. It was a uh, the thing that Mystique was doing that was uh, t- too tough for me was if I flipped meteors, she's fast enough to go from her meteor on the outside to the inner one and then go back out later. Like so, I just couldn't reliably like flip the meteors back. Um, the research station eventually got over to my point, so it was just like. Even if I was contesting it, he still scores two for it being close to me. So because it's at my evac evac side. So, yep, that was that. Uh, but it was a fun game. Like you know, Jeremy was a good sport, or whatever. It was like did it make you, Did it make you feel like the conventional wisdom on the models you were playing was more accurate? Um, yeah, there's the two. So basically, it's like yeah, I had too many cute things going on. Um, the big one uh, I regretted was I played Cable, and I should have played Magneto, and that doesn't sound intuitive, because you're like, Magneto into Malekith, that's terrible. But um, I think if I played the same crew with Magneto, and then like uh, Rogue turns into X-23 or something along those lines, um, or Rogue turns into um, Quicksilver, actually, would probably be an even better play is I could use Magneto and Quicksilver to... Quicksilver beats Toad, Magneto goes and beats Mystique over by wherever, and I just let the two brawlers get beat up by Modok and Goober in the middle, which is fine. It doesn't sound like it's... A, like It's maybe a better plan. I don't know. <laughs> the, but the cover, the cover would help. The uh, Magneto's not terrible. Like Just because just he denies you rerolls, you can still attack him from the back point. You know, like, you don't have to, like go in and be within two inches of Malekith and oh no my re-rolls aren't you know you can still just you're still putting everything you have into him every turn so you may as well maybe Cable wasn't that bad into him though I don't know Cable can at least <laughs> get him from range that's why yeah. like you can like spike dice the two ranges from five I, and then throw a building yeah. like he can damage up I think Magneto's scary because he just gets smashed by Malekith I really needed Indomitable or to rotate out of that matchup entirely with like a totally different like rather than trying to force like the fun thing about, like, that list that I'm playing is it's good into, like, web warrior type stuff. You know, like, if it's a bunch of... Or Sam Spam. Because um, it does, does attrition hard and it has range and it has, like, not just range with guns, but range with, like, melee attacks. Mm-hmm. So, it, like, chases people down. Um, 
but it kind of bullies people that are like the babies. You know, it doesn't bully Malekith, that's for sure. And then <laughs> I don't think anybody yeah, does. No, that's true. But I don't know what list I play. But that's what got me thinking about like um, Cassandra Nova and stuff. I was like, oh man, I just need cards that like fuck with Malekith's game plan. I just need to really fuck with Malekith. And I've, I've played Malekith in three of like my six tournament games or something. So three of my seven or whatever. So he's like, Fun. you're, you're going to play in him. I hear he's popular. He might be a little popular. Yep. So anyways, that's my round one. Nice. My round two, I think I played against a Brandon. I don't know if you remember. It was probably a Brandon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll just go with it at least. Yeah. Um, but uh, so basically I, so now I was like in the loser's bracket. So I was like, ah, I'm just going to have fun. Uh, and then uh, we ended up in my the crisis card we pulled for me the blue card was a fourteen point, which he ended up taking the fourteen point. Oh wow! Because he got to I had priority. He got to choose the point level, mm-hmm. so he took fourteen points. And I was just like, well, I kind of just want to have fun, so I'm just gonna play the Hulk with Captain America and Wolverine <laughs> and just <laughs> just play these three models. <laughs> amazing. And then he played uh, Guardians with the Amazing Spider Man, uh, and. Uh, it was like really fun. So basically, uh, so how sword works, which is the crisis card that I had put in and it was drawn for me, uh, is that you flip one of the objective that are in the C. So just right down the middle and then you can flip it and then you don't actually have to control it anymore after it's flipped. So I put uh, Hulk on one flank and he was just going to go get one. And then he was going to, cause he's my most mobile model. So he was going to go get one and then he's just going to come join the fight. And that ended up being Hulk versus Peter Quill, and then I almost t- almost pa- like made him pass out in turn one. But then he ended up like not. He ended up living on one, and then he went and flipped the token back to him. I'm like, oh, you bastard! <laughs> um, but anyway, it was like it was like a really kind of cool. Like eventually, so Wolverine went off. He basically fought the Guardians on the right side of the table while Hulk was like one v oneing Peter Quill on the left side of the table. Mm-hmm. Hulk eventually just takes down Peter Quill. Wolverine gets completely smashed and just does nothing. And I'm like, I might never play this model again. First game with him, <laughs> first game with him I might never play him again. He was awful. He did nothing. And then... Uh, I feel like he should have 1v1 Peter Quill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So flip the, flip the board. And uh, then like what happened was, uh, like Cap, I think, he like Cap, Cap was just in the middle on his own, just kind of throwing his shield every once in a while. And then uh, I think he also got like, you got flipped pretty early in the game but then he just didn't get attacked again because uh, it was like the hulk became such a threat because he eventually took care of peter quill and then he joins the fight and it was just like he already had enough damage on him so if he touches somebody with his builder he's just like pat they're, they're gonna pass out and then it was just like the hulk just took over the game <laughs> and like <laughs> which was just hilarious because it's like so there i always want to play i'm always too afraid to play the big models at low point levels mm. just because I feel like, oh, man, you got to you got to be able to go a little wider. And if you don't have minimum four models, you're going to like you're just going to be screwed. Uh, but then I like, you know, the the reason to take the Hulk in that model is or in that type of point list is that there's just less attacks of opportunity on him. So he just it, it's going to be harder for them to take him down before he actually gets to have a giant effect on the game. Sure. Um, which was kind of what ended up happening. He did, I think he lived at the end of the game. When the game was over, he had 19 damage on him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, uh, and then like, of course, I had to use patch up. Like, I had to use patch up on Captain America to keep Captain America alive, <laughs> despite that card being there for the Hulk. Right. <laughs> it's like, 
uh, Hulk. So the Hulk patched yeah, the, up. The Captain Hulk patched up Captain America. One hundred percent. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. No, it was a really fun game. Um, but yeah, it was. Is this the one you won? This is the one I won. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the Hulk just tabled everything. He, so I they didn't table, but it it, been, it ended up being just the Hulk uh, and an injured Cap uh, versus a uh, Rocket and Groot. Gotcha. And, yeah. It wasn't Rocket did not want to just fight the Hulk. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and it was like on objectives that they're going to have to come get because like literally both the Hulk and Cap both had like tokens on them. Yeah. And then like from the interact or from the extraction and then uh, there was just like they also have to come get the objectives. So it was just like once it was like started once the game started to roll in my favor it just kind of got deeper. Although it wasn't like a very high scoring game but yeah. Really fun. Really good. Hmm. My round two was against a Brandon. It was Shirley. He played Convocation. Um, I think I played Cable, Wolverine, Colossus, <laughs> and Rogue again. Oh, you mixed it up. I mixed it up. And then he played... Um, he played. Uh, I should also point out that all three of my games, everybody was like, oh, yeah, I played like my anti- anti-Magneto because I put Magneto on the tray. And then everybody's playing like anti-Magneto. And I don't know why, but I was like my third round, like, okay. I'm gonna play back anyways. Um uh but he played um it was a it was an interesting game because he had Ebony Maw, he had uh he had Sexy Strange, Ebony Maw, uh I don't know. Is Sexy Strange the one that I play in Midnight or is it the one the black Chris outfit plays. guy who's like jumping out it's of a the Supreme or the, the, must- Supreme. the mustache yeah, yeah. one. Yeah, the mustache one. They both have mustaches, but <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He, he had the one jumping out. It's the ja- it's the jacked one. one in the bodysuit. The guy who's like in the Catman suit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The sorcerer, the Nightman. Um, but yeah, so I can't remember. I don't even remember what else he had. Wong, and then Wong just blew me out in this game. Uh, like Wong was, <laughs> I did. I was like, okay, I'm not gonna pick on Wong, and then Wong just proceeded to absolutely make me miserable. Because he kept, there was at least critical turns where Ebony Maw was like on one, and I just needed to get to my next guy to kill him, and Wong would heal him, and I'd just be like, oh. And then Ebony Maw's just annoying enough. Ebony Maw's an interesting matchup for me. So, again, he's playing anti-Magneto tech, and and Magneto's big thing is he wants to throw stuff. So he wants to play Ebony Maw, because Ebony Maw has an ability to, if you hit him with collateral damage, you can spend two energy to just say no. Um, so his plan is thinking I'm going to be throwing everything, but the problem is he's correct. I am going to be throwing everything. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "God damn it!" Because <laughs> I have Magneto, they're teching into an even worse, like an even worse blowout. <laughs> like it was so annoying having this guy that I just couldn't like do all my cards into. So I had to like at some point halfway stop. I was like, it actually caused my brain to melt trying to get around just Ebony Ma. And eventually I switched over to Strange, Sexy Strange. The game, the, the oh yeah, he had blade. He had blade in his list, and then he had uh, Clea over there. Um, on and we played. I don't even know what the scenario was, but I think it was the three wide two times, and um, rogue rogue two v one, and basically beat blade and Clea on her side. Uh, just that was pretty comical because like he went in, he like threw like daggers at me and caused me to bleed. But I'd already activated, so I didn't like suffer the actual damage that turn. And then the next turn, he came in, was like, because I'm bleeding, he's like, yeah, like I'm gonna unload on your face. And he proceeded to do like two damage to Rogue after unloading, like, you know, what's her what's her mystic defense? It's like a three. I think she's a three. 
Against a seven dice reroll all your attacks? Yeah. Sounds yeah. like you got pretty lucky. I got pretty lucky. <laughs> and she has DR. She has DR. Okay. And then, I did forget about DR. Um, and then uh, I proceeded to then send him in the dumpster. And then, um, but the middle, Ebony Ma and Sexy Strange just refused to, f- oh my God. And then they were controlling me really hard. And then like, uh, Cable just wasn't getting it done. This was probably like, uh, no, Cable's doing okay. It was really just Colossus. Colossus not ever getting to play ever was just like miserable. It was like walk two. Then at the end of the game, though, it actually got decided by Colossus almost winning the game. So it was like right when I was like, just when I thought you couldn't do anything right. <laughs> you couldn't do anything, be any dumber. You go and totally redeem yourself because he like, um, Brandon took, I was like way up on points. It was like, it was like 12, 12 to like three, but eventually Wolverine <laughs> dropped the token. Mm-hmm. And he was able to start score. He stole it with Strange. Ebony Ma did. I did kill that piece of garbage. <laughs> and a Strange basically, he had to try to like catch up and pro- just deny me points. And like, uh, if he he can actually get to sixteen if he keeps the objective and like keeps all three points. And Wong, um, basically, I've got like Rogue and Colossus or something like that left. Um, and so Colossus, but he pushed. He he controlled Colossus and pushed him way over the edge. And then he ran strange over to like the far point to flip it and then he's contesting the token so he's got wong in the middle and strange and i have the i have like the odds of i can walk up to wong and maybe get him out of there but then all i'm doing is like losing by one at the end of the game as opposed but i'm preventing it from like getting 16 but if i go double move with colossus and am i have to be within two inches of a piece of train i can actually throw it at him but it was like uh like a sixteenth of an inch out, like that was the. But if, but then we rolled like the idea of like if I was in range, mm-hmm. he would have died. We would have dropped the token. I would have picked it up, and uh-huh. then it would have just like won. So it was a super fun game, close. But also, I chose violence. Like I could have at one point run away with the the same the same thing he did. I could have run away with it. But I'm like, we're sticking it in there, and like because we're already in the losing bracket. So I was like, super cool. Um, and also, he at one point did do the choosing violence too. So like both of us. Took a couple of opportunities to like, yeah, have fun, not play, yeah, exactly. But then, as the game was winding down, we're like, okay, I'll try to win, and he like ran to the side, you know, he <laughs> did the token of trying to run to the side. But again, Wolf Colossus almost pulled it out. Um, yeah, I think the biggest thing for him is a short move is brutal. Yeah, holy bejesus, yeah. it is not good. And then is yeah, he's so slow. He could I, benefit from bump in the night, maybe. He got huge benefit from Puff of the Night. <laughs> um, that was the first game where I was like, so there's two games in a row where he, and it was just range. Like, like he was the focus of the control. And I don't know why they were controlling him like specifically because he doesn't have energy. He doesn't hit hard. I was like, why are they picking on old Colossus? He doesn't have enough energy to even do a lot of bodyguarding. Mm. Um, but that was just the guy they chose. I think they were really worried about him staggering somebody. Like maybe that was the yeah. big, um, I don't know. Or maybe they're just worried about the bodyguarding. Like, the guy just re- really want to try to kill Wolverine, so I got to get him out of here or whatever. But um, um, I need, I'm like, maybe I need to think about Dark Star or even Magic. Magic being able to uh, portal somebody once per game. She has a tactics card we can portal mm-hmm. or, um, you know, Lockjaw or just one of those Heimdall guys just to just like, oh my God, I need to be able to get my dudes back in. It actually started making me think about like, do I need to just Cyclops? Do I need to get Cable down to Cyclops? go back to being even dumber and like really meme into it hard. But cause like Cyclops does actually fix that problem. If you can land your energy with his builders, but uh, that's dicey. Yeah. Anyways, that's my round two. 
what did you guys learn from round two? Like, did you pick up anything from the games? Wolverine was garbage. <laughs> that, was, that was what I learned from round two. Yeah. Also, that Hulk is sweet. Yeah. And Hulk is fucking... And that you don't have to be afraid tier. of uh, taking a small model crew, apparently, in low yeah. point games, right? Theoretically. I mean, Theoretically. one game. One so. game. I mean, it, it does... I, that's was interesting, right? Like, asking a huge question in a low point mm-hmm. game is being like, can you deal with this model? Yeah. I mean, I do think I would have been like one of the, we kind of talked about this at the tournament is one of the classic problems of new players playing like the Hulk type models is especially just either of the Hulks, both of them. Um, if they just kind of just go up into the middle of the table, like the, the new player always wants to just throw them into the middle of the table and then you'd be like, Oh, Hulk smash. But then this is like, that's always just actually the wrong play. Mm-hmm. You kind of always want to save them for the mid to late game. And then they start to just roll the table uh, if you can save them to that point. So you want to just limit the amount of damage they can have on them uh, in the, that early those early rounds rather than just throwing them in. Um, but yeah, that's the, mm-hmm. the cool thing you learn cool. over time. So round three. Mm-hmm. All right. My round three. I got Brandon Shirley. Uh, he, so basically I went into this game and I was like, if I don't play Wolverine right now, I might never play him again how much, <laughs> because of how much I hated him after the previous round and I'm going against convocation or whatever. Uh, and I was just oh, like, no. this is, this is the worst possible time for me to be playing <laughs> yep. him. So I guess that means I'm going to play him. He's just like, I want to make <laughs> no. sure that I never play Wolverine again. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then he totally redeemed himself. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> yeah. He like, uh, well, uh, one, having cap to like really like bodyguard him the whole for most of the game when it was like really important uh but then like it came down he got a hammer and then uh wolverine with even one hammer is just kind of he starts to border on that like kind of insane level of damage mm-hmm. um but he he got in that he like took out in one turn he took out hood and uh uh oh my gosh mordo and, oh yeah and then the next turn he just like went after them again and i was like wow that was insane <laughs> like uh he was just like all of a sudden he was just awesome and uh we're in the previous round he just did nothing so it was like this is like kind of a tale of two halves kind of thing um but yeah that was and one the big thing i learned from that game is we had hammers and um i think it was the uh whatever that one uh power scenario i had that one again mm. uh same one from the first round and on Let's see. He uh, he could actually get both like two hammers with Doctor Strange on turn one, which was really gross, and I basically couldn't recover from that. Um, that so that kind of like swung the game really hard in his favor. But I Wong only got one activation the whole game. I mm. he never got a second activation. I took him out so fast. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that guy is not going to live. Subscribe to the Nigel School of Thought. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is hilarious because he wasn't even in a position to heal anybody. I was just—he's off on his own. I'm like, I'm getting that guy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, but yeah, the like so the few things I learned is like I kind of gave up a uh, a nasty uh, beam attack from um, Ghost Rider. Uh, I didn't realize he had a beam attack. Oh and no! Then, <laughs> and then he got three models, and so. He got specifically. He got uh, Wolverine, Cap, and Vision all in the one be- one beam attack, and Cap was just like, "Don't worry, Wolvie, I got this." And then he survived somehow. I don't know. How. <laughs> uh, 
um, because he, he bodyguard and then also just like took the hit. Mm. And then, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was like a really fun game. Uh, he kind of, so there was like in all of the games, there's always kind of a turning point of like, can you get back into it or not? There was a chance, um, because especially if uh, there was just like, uh, Brandon was really good at keeping me from being able to get after, uh, Dr. Strange with, um, miles. Like I, well, one Dr. Strange with two hammers on him, it just does a ton of damage. Um, so I just couldn't like miles. I think he knocked out miles and Ms. Marvel in the same activation and then did it again. Uh, so they were just taken off the table pretty quick as soon as he decided to actually commit his, uh, Dr. Strange. Um, so yeah, that was pretty rough. Uh, but yeah, so then it became, it was really hard for me to come back from that because it was, he had one half of the table to himself and then I had three models against three models and on the other half, but like in one fighting over one little objective. So like, and then he started like just scoring three points pretty easily with just Dr. Strange on the other side of the table. So like, well, I can't really do anything about it. So, but yeah, he ended up winning. Um, this was probably the, the, like the furthest, like, from the like he he beat me pretty like savagely like by the end of the game mm-hmm. but uh yeah it was a good game though um wolverine was awesome uh vision is like continues he's just always kind of a good model um he's very he's very weird i want to i always want to get a hammer on him because his beam attack his builder with a hammer is just kind of sick um and then mm-hmm. him just having a throw always kind of just like he doesn't look like a model that should have a throw Mm-hmm. And then he just does. And you're like, oh, okay. It's that's actually cool. like a really good one. It's size it's four, like, right? I think it might be size. Hang on. Uh, uh, it's size super three. Good. I think it's he's like three. just a super good model in general. Oh, but it yes. only costs like two. It only it? costs two. Yeah. yeah. And then with Steve, it only costs one. Right. And then he also just generates two power if he wants to take an activation to do right. that. Yeah. Which was, again, that was the point of the list. <laughs> so, again, this is still me kind of like playing around with things. Because one, so like this wasn't like. I probably not the best five man I could could have thrown together because it was like I want to play Miles Morales and Ms. Marvel, which was the whole point of me playing in this tournament. With like, those were the two models I wanted to play together to get uh, the use out of a better tomorrow, which I don't even think I got to use in this game. Uh, um, <clears throat> and then, or maybe I did just to kill Wong. Like I, I was like, <laughs> I surprised Wong, I guess. Got uh, it. <laughs> and then got housed by Doctor Strange because Doctor Strange was right there. Um, but then it was like kind of a like yeah, Vision's just weird. I like I like him, um, but I always feel like a lot of those games. He's like he's like defense dice are garbage, and he like gets to have a lot of defense dice if he wants, but it doesn't like yeah. I don't know. Also, Convocation is like kind of the one of the toughest matchups for Avengers because we don't have much for Mystic, uh, and then we don't have much for Mystic defense. Uh, in a lot of our models. You gotta get Dr. Voodoo in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, if, if you're building your list, that's not like... The big thing with the Convocation is not having energy attacks is bad. Yeah. And that was the other thing is what my original 10-man was going to have Hawkeye instead of Wolverine, um, specifically because I wanted more energy attacks. <laughs> and then, mm. yeah. <laughs> Ended up taking Hawkeye out, which I was like, oh, man, he would have been kind of nice in this matchup. Mm-hmm being able to sit on a back objective and just like, you know, blink points on these uh, magic users that were like rolling six defense dice against me all the time. Right. <laughs> Do you guys yeah. think about like when you have your 10 models, the different types of attacks you have when you are putting your 10 on a tray? Yes. A little bit. That's prime. That's the big reason why rogue is in my list instead of Omega red now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's great for that reason. Yeah. I uh, am 
sort of blessed in that my affiliations attacks are pretty diverse Mm -hmm. and so i don't have to think about it a lot it's kind of like the core models i want to take have a good spread and so i kind of add what i want from there gotcha yeah i noticed in brotherhood i was like there's a lot of physical. <laughs> it's yeah. be very detrimental. Brotherhood is a lot of physical. You have to just kind of face, like, when they play their books of Voltaire or whatever, the makes all physical mystic. Ironbound books. Ironbound, yeah. You yeah. just have to sort of eat it. So I thought about Cyclops or something like that, but yeah. What's that? So I thought about taking, oh, having Cyclops yeah. or something like that on my tray to change it up. Yeah. Hawkeye is kind of an amazing model. He's, He's great. I yeah. love him so He's much. He's great. Yeah, Hawkeye is awesome. Cool. How about your game three, Nigel? Game three, I played against Avengers. It was a Brandon. Um, and was he Avengers or was he Asgard? I think he actually, I think against me, he was Asgard, but his like tray was like, it could go either way. Um, this one was basically like Loki basically crapped all over me, but Loki was just like straight, straight as a game of bunkers and something who cares. Um, Loki was able to just like send Colossus pack in every turn. And then Colossus had to like lumber back in. While all the rest of my team was like trying to fight off Thor and Valkyrie and whatever, and it was like, uh, and I I basically went all in on Loki because Loki the big thing with Loki that's super obnoxious in addition to all the other things he's doing is that stupid tax, and it was just really crimping my like the not power, be- the power tax yeah the power oh, tax yeah. not being able to shield my guys defensively with cable because it costs three just like it's prohibitive at that point, mm-hmm. not being able to throw not being able to throw terrain or actually i played magneto in this matchup uh and oh, you switched it up i did i switched up i played magneto and um i should have played magneto like legitimately before i went into this game because it took me about this is also i like lost by turn three because i didn't um i did not asteroid it. i spent two turns sitting on the back bunker shooting him from range oh not realizing that you don't get your rerolls. <laughs> I was like, uh, and I like kind of committed to, I like both times kind of committed to like not moving. I was like, uh, and I, because he kept controlling Colossus, that's who my asteroid M target was like trying to be. So I'd like run up and then he would move away mm-hmm. and I couldn't asteroid M up unless I like committed another model who was just going to get crapped on. It was like, it was like less exciting to then run Wolverine. So it was like my play pattern was turn one, run Colossus up. So that if he can stay in the middle for like half a second, I will asteroid M and blow up, blow up Loki um, but then he would get controlled out and then I am like in a position of like, do I move Wolverine in there then? And then get Wolverine probably killed cause he's out of range of being bodyguarded. Um, or I'll just sit on the back. I'll wait with Wolverine. I'll sit on the back with Magneto. Just, it felt safer to do it, but I was losing so much offense. I was like for the first turn, I straight whiff to my two builders were just like whiff, whiff. Oof. That's cool. So Magneto takes a turn off and then yeah. the next turn was like, middling and then after after a while i just like the third round was like that's it i'm committing wolverine like he did the, you know we basically were doing okay we're doing it again colossus moves in he gets pushed back out wolverine is like fuck it i'm just going in there not only did i just go in there but i went in there with like the weapon x program i basically started like unloading the stuff <laughs> the and ca- all the cards all the cards and then um that did and then wolverine hung in there <laughs> and i was able to asteroid m and start effing stuff up but it was like two i'd given up game of bunkers twice already I can't even remember what the other scenario was, so it was like I was just behind. I was on my back foot the rest of the game, but I just wasn't really prepared for the the playing a character that I'm not familiar with. Really, mm-hmm. was my big take. By which you mean Magneto, not Ma- Loki. Magneto, yeah. Loki was annoying. Holy crap! And we know he's annoying though. Like we already know in the shop. It's like, ugh. yep, yeah. I was I was trying to play around all of his crap. The tax, 
that he's going to run away. He's like mind gemming me. Um, yeah. Also, this I, we haven't I haven't seen him with like the mind gem or with the gem. You know, mm-hmm. we've just had the run of the mill normal Loki, just the bog standard Loki. Yeah, who's annoying? Yeah, yeah, he's annoying enough. Yeah, I've never seen the tax be that miserable though. The tax was an absolute. And again, this was one, the first two games, if I'd played Magneto, I probably would have had a better time. Mm. And this one was one, if I'd played Cable, I would have had a better time. <laughs> I was 100%. Like, totally was uh, absolutely, at that point, making all the wrong moves. Understanding your matchups. Mm-hmm. Important. Yeah, yeah. Which I think now I do this one. So now this is my second tournament. Uh, that's my big takeaway is I kind of understand matchups a little bit better. I will probably still make those mistakes. But I'll also play more games with a wider... you. I basically practice with the same four models over and over and over and over again with the occasional like wild hair up my ass, like Hulk splash, you know, like yeah. random game. But essentially I only, I've, I'd say most of my, 80% of my experience involves like five dudes. And so I've got five dudes on my tray in a tournament that I have almost no experience with. That's like, like again, my first tournament, I actually won my first game. It was like the first time I'd played X 23. It was like, when she was, she was like on my tray and it's like, the first I'm like trotting her out like get in there and she of course she destroyed she's like super good she is dumb she's absolutely dumb but like uh that was like that's at a tournament they're gonna force you into like these weird choices sometimes mm-hmm. you can't just have five of your models be crap you don't play that's right that's yeah. just like there's no point 100 also big lesson put hulk on your tray if you don't have hulk <laughs> on your tray you're an idiot and then also Whoa. maybe i had juggernaut on my tray i should have put him in every game um he's great juggernaut's so good but hulk and juggernaut oh my god they're just so good oh boy that's basically i didn't even learn that at the tournament i learned that after the tournament like, <laughs> hulk is just so good uh hulk is like hulk is good in like he's like responsible spending he's like responsible carbon footprint it's like it's like owning a corvette that has a zero car- carbon footprint it's, you just feel so good you're like not hurting the meta you're not being toxic you're just like smashing you're just hulk smashing he's so good He's like mobile. He craps damage. He can't be killed. He controls points. He controls. He controls other people's stuff. He throws buildings. Oh, man. He does everything. He's got, yeah, he's awesome. And then Juggernaut also basically does all those things for like one less point. I mean, yeah. it is funny that in, the, in my last game, I like regret, my biggest regret is not playing the Hulk yeah. in my last game. Yeah, Hulk would have smashed. Well, we got a Hulk meta now. <laughs> yeah, we, we can, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the thing is that like, especially around the shop, I just don't generally I, I like i don't play the stuff that i already feel like i know that is good because i'm always like trying to experiment with different things so like i, That's I fair. also i hate playing just the same models over and over again and like uh like so i'm like, I was this, like how dare you <laughs> no I, I i'm in the same way i don't i don't hate playing the same models but i do hate i worry that other people hate having to play the same models like mm. so i don't while I want to play the same four models over and over and over again, I do worry that other people are like little little over well, it, you know. I feel like with this game, it's so uh, everyone just is so worried about their models. I don't think I care what I'm really playing against for yeah. the most part. I just want to play my models. Not so yet, like, anyway. I think we're still sure. early we're still enough. Fresh enough. Yeah, we're yeah. fresh faced babies. We're learning our own stuff. You always learn. You always learn your own stuff before you learn the opponent's mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I do, like, my first, I think, three or four games, there was always a voodoo across from me. Mm. Like, this is, that was lame. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but, yeah. Yeah, he's very, very good and obnoxious. So I can see that. I mean, Malekith, right? That's something that's going to be very relevant. That's why you have to have Hulk on your tray. If you don't want to play Malekith and you don't want to play Thanos, 
then Hulk is the third guy that's like, okay, he's the sheriff. Gotcha. And then when you're pretty sure you're running into something stupid, just Hulk, Hulk and other stuff. Yep. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, I do want to play Thanos. Like, it's weird because, like, I feel like no one's favorite character is Malekith. He was just in an awful MCU movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he His comic book stories aren't anything to, like, write home about. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, like, right now he's, like, trapped in hell and, like, his... Like, what, did, did you describe it? Like, yeah, the you, Vegeta, yeah. Yeah, he's or Frieza. Frieza's hell. Yeah. <laughs> just surrounded by gumdrops and rainbows. Yeah. And, like, teddy bears. I hope I, I do think he's, like, a kind of a cooler character. He's just what? like an evil elf. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. he's Drizzt not a big battle cat. Yeah, but he's evil one. But Drizzt uh, is is good. I mean, he's super cool. Drizzt is like the Wolverine of elves. Yeah, <laughs> easy. That's that's hundred percent. Yeah, amazing. But this guy's not. He's just uh, the douche. He's he's the gambit he's of just, bad guys. He's just stereotypical <laughs> I mean, evil I feel like, bad guy. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Frost Giants would have been cooler to happen first because like they're like kind of sure. cool. Um, but also they're like they might be similar to Sentinels since they ever existed though so mm-hmm. like I don't know but yeah big Jotuns alright yeah. I think that might be a cast boys yeah yeah we're at 2 hours 15 minutes minus give or take 15 minutes of technical difficulties <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thank you for listening guys uh, we probably won't typically do 2 hour casts I say before we rattle off a string of 2 hour mm. casts <laughs> but <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're typically going to be longer. Wanted to get, just, yeah, yeah, it'll yeah. usually be four yeah. or five hour casts. Yeah. We just had to keep it tight for this uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this first one. Uh, but hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. Hopefully, uh, you know, we're interesting. If there's any segments that you want to see, if there's anything that you'd like to hear us talk about, um, send in send in an email to to the Muse. And then also don't forget to stop by museonminis.com for all your acrylic token gaming needs mm-hmm. yeah we didn't even get into the sales stuff about the army trays that are coming yeah those are cool and super convenient they made all of our lives just that little bit easier all day saturday whenever nigel gets super into a game you can guarantee that there's going to be all kinds of sweet products coming from use on minis mm-hmm. related yeah. to that game the trays are pretty sick they're like display boards mm-hmm. like Mm-hmm. And they actually, like, there's like a street on there, and you can put your models on it, and it actually just looks like they belong. Yep. Sweet. Yep. And then you just slide it off, and then you put it off to the side, and then you can get in. You use a dice box. I'm actually changing the dice box so that it, like is like a shoebox top. So rather than slides the lid off, the shoebox comes up, oh, and you so you have a little bit more space to see the dice inside. You, well, you'll be able to flip it and use the top as your dice box, and you can just leave all the ah, stuff in the tray. And you could fun. put your army guys back in the tray, you know, if you need to or whatever. Yeah. But anyways, it, I'm improving it so that's even better. Because, yeah, the dice tray, they're occasional person. Like, if I wasn't basically, like, literally rolling, like, in the middle of the table, people get tilted if they couldn't see. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Also, what was the game? The game store, was, was it Game game Nights? Is that? The Geekery? Geek, the Geekery? Oh, uh, yeah. Their store was kind of amazing. Are you talking about the one down there we yeah, went the to? We went yeah, to, yeah, the yeah. Geekery's awesome, yeah. Yeah, they had, like, awesome gaming tables for tabletop gaming where you get to stand up and then, like, super big like we had so much space for us to like there was just so much like empty space to the left side of our like game mat so like all of our stuff just got to go anywhere we wanted yeah, like, yeah. if you're ever really nice. if there's ever a model you can't get anywhere period you should message on facebook brandon shirley they do have an awesome stock so it's like it's kind of cool for us because we have difficulty getting stuff like if one person buys Venom in the tri-state area, then nobody else can have a Venom that week. It is they... hilarious that we have three game stores 
Yeah, well, sorry. Well, no, I guess we have two game stores in our area that actually sell MCP. Yeah, it's Game Castle on that. Game Castle. Wait, what's the? Th- it's Mayhem. Ga- game Castle plus two Mayhems. Yeah. Oh yeah, two Mayhems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So yeah, there's three game stores in our area that actually sell models. Yeah. Game Castle stock is a little low. Yeah, but yep. Because you keep raiding it. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. What I bought about. They're clearly a 40k store. Like that was. Pretty- they are a 40k yeah. store. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening to the cast, guys, and uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Have a good one. Peace.